and welcome. My name is Tim. I'm Dante. And I'm Herfy Durfee. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. I had a thought the other day, guys. I wanted to maybe run it by you real quick, see what you guys think of this. Mm-hmm. So I uh, was thinking, you know, my name, Tim, the, the name that I go by, it's it's kind of... Uh, Drums. It's not that uncommon yeah that well that's that's where it came from but i've come in i've come across other people who are named timp or they have like t-i-m-p in their name or their name is straight up timpani which is what my name's derived from so i was wondering you know ways i could maybe make it a little bit more unique mm-hmm. and it occurred to me that i don't know maybe one day i could just start going by tuesday timp you know because i am tuesday timp and timp and you know it's nice and alliterative it's got kind of a cool rhythm to it it's unique so Tuesday Timp, that, you know, being my screen name, if I were to, I'm not saying like tomorrow or, or anything, but if I were to someday adopt that and kind of shift over to being, being Tuesday Timp full time, wh- what do you guys think? Bad idea? Or, or is it like a Chris Gaines, Garth Brooks kind of thing? I mean, I, I don't think it's a terrible idea, but do you really want to limit yourself to one weekday like that? Well, I think it'd be like the, the store Tuesday morning, which... As I have learned through experience, is open throughout the week, even though they're just called Tuesday morning. I think it would be that sort of deal. Maybe I'm at my full strength on Tuesdays, but Mm -hmm. I can still like do stuff on other days. That's kind of how I was thinking of it. I I can think of one major benefit uh, if you actually did that. Like if you rebranded your Twitch channel as Tuesday Temp, uh, Mm -hmm. you'd actually appear in the search because, man... (laughs) <laughs> finding you with Tim, like if you type T-I-M-P and underscore, it doesn't show up. It doesn't come, I know. And it's it makes me sad, no, like, and uh, I'm, oh, really? I hate that for you. Uh, yeah, and SEO is, is... You have to go direct to Tim's URL, which is twitch.tv slash temp underscore to, uh, you know, actually get there. Mm-hmm. But if, if you typed temp and searched, like, the search feature, I guess, just sucks. So, yeah. you know, Tuesday Temp would show up. So I have a yeah. question for you, Tim. If you sure. decide to go with this and permanently rename yourself Tuesday Temp, and then you have to edit something into the podcast, would that be Tuesday Tuesday Temp? Oh, I God. don't think I would do this until this podcast was like off the air or on hiatus or whatever you want to call it. I, I don't think I would try to, but like as the podcast ends, whenever that is, which I have no idea when it would be, it's not soon or anything. That would be when I would become Tuesday Tim. Pack it All up, right, boys. <laughs> cool. Okay. Now, now I'm going to get to my real question because that wasn't even the actual question. Oh, I, that that was just kind of floating that. So I had this thought of like, okay, let's say I decide to do this. For some reason, the first thought that popped into my head was to release a podcast episode titled "Timp is Dead, Long Live Tuesday Tim." Good idea or no? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, that depends on how much of a pretentious a-hole you want to seem. <laughs> I Well, so I had that idea and I thought of it myself and I immediately realized how much of a bad idea that would be. That's like if, uh, I don't know, Joe Rogan put out an episode that just said Joe Rogan is dead. Like the amount of panic that would cause people are like, oh my, oh my God, what? And then they click and they see it's just a stupid joke. Um, maybe one of the worst ideas I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. And I, and I just, I don't know, it just made me laugh. It made me stop what I was doing and laugh out loud. And I just wanted to share that That's with, that, with you guys. That's the first time I've heard someone uh, actually, you know, come up with an idea like that. 
I think it's a good clickbait thing. If we were a YouTube like podcast, like that would be amazing for yeah, a clickbait title. It lure it would lure in like, people just wanting tea. Yeah, we did it would like, work probably uh, one time. Tim's face on the thumbnail with two X's over the eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the uncle face, yeah. not Tim's face, and, but the uncle face, and like a and like a shocked, you know, the shocked emoji where he yeah. has like the hands on the side of his face. Yeah, and like giant text with a giant strike that just says "dead" with a big question mark. <laughs> <laughs> We'd get it would work one time, and then everyone would rightfully walk away and just not come back. <laughs> I do have Come another on. question, though, that I just thought of. If you okay. do rename yourself to Stay Temp, your initials will be TT. Are you fine with being constantly associated with Thieves Town? Mm, that's a good question. Well, normally as Temp, I, I go lowercase t with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess maybe I could try to avoid it by being like lowercase double t. And Thieves Town is usually capitalized I, as far as I usually see it. Maybe? Yeah, I don't know if that will really, you know, stop people from bringing the two together. Yeah. Well, uh, it's something to think about. I had a thought, right. and then I, I thought about saying it, and I didn't because it would sound bad. Like, you could go with a different alliteration, like a different day of the week. Um, and uh, don't don't take this personal, but you could be Wednesday Wimp uh, and, you know, try to go from, <laughs> <laughs> go from there. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like that's uh, that's kind of chomping too much on Worldwide Wimpy style. Or, that's like getting a little too close. Ooh. Yeah. Or we could be, you know, Thursday Thimp. Uh, or you know, how about we, Monday Mimp? Oh, I like that. Hmm. That one's spicy. Mimp does. Uh, oh, mimp is you a very know spicy what? I word. got the perfect name. <laughs> how about Sunday Simp? Sunday simp. What is he simp? Nobody knows. Sundays, Sundays I guess. apparently. On Sunday. Heck yeah. That's the best Great. one. Well, this has been very productive, and I want to thank you guys and, and uh, you know, thank the listener as well for indulging us for, what are we on, six <laughs> for, minutes for of just absolute garbage talk? Uh, what is this podcast about again? Oh, yeah. A link to the past randomizer. Okay. I, I guess I guess we should talk about that. I guess. So, yeah. Our, yeah. <laughs> we do and uh it's uh the current events are not making it easy on us we just have to do this let's let's try to get the energy up uh i, I have an idea i'm just gonna i, I just want to start this uh you know as, as positive as possible so <clears throat> we have some really bad news <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> uh, i love it all right so we're ready to go now all right um, I feel like we, we should start from the beginning with this, so I might actually turn to you, Dante, uh, to talk about the legacy of Dragfelt, or actually Herf might even be the right person to talk about. Let's talk about Dragfelt, who they were, what happened to them, and then we'll evolve from there to talk about the, the headline. Yeah, I think it's, uh, the, like, timeline-wise, it's probably good if I start it, and then as yeah. soon as I'm done with the starting, eventually Dante can take over because he has more insight into all the council stuff and stuff like that. Okay. So Sounds good. Uh, what happened was we got one of our famous appeals on the ladder. Uh, happens every now and again. I'm sure people have noticed it here and there. And uh, someone who I will not name uh, messaged me or I messaged them and said, Hey, you put in for an appeal. Uh, what seems to be the problem? And they explained to me, Hey, listen, uh, I've been watching this guy for a little bit and he was my opponent. 
and I watched his VOD and I have a really, really strong suspicion that he's screen sniping. Some of his routing decisions make no sense. He stands around for a couple of minutes not doing anything and then walks directly to progression items. His execution isn't that great. Uh, would you guys mind taking a look at that? I'm not sure if, if it's anything, but, you know, it just seems weird to me. All the telltale signs. Yeah, all the, you know, all the first suspicions that you have. Sometimes, you know, it just looks weird. I, I definitely uh, give people the benefit out of the doubt where I can. Because sometimes you just, you know, you got to go pee or the doorbell rings and you stand around for two minutes and then you just magically make the right decision in your head because you're like, oh, I lost so much time, I got to do something crazy. But, you know, we take every appeal that we get seriously. So I was like, all right, I'll pass it on to Danka and the appeals team and we'll definitely take a look at it and come back to you. So uh, we, we did that. The opponent was Dragfeld, as you've already said. And uh, we took a look at him, uh, at, at him and his VODs that we could find from previous ladder races and some other stuff. And it almost immediately seemed pretty obvious to us that something's not right. We couldn't, you know, perfectly put our finger on it, but something felt kind of off about the whole thing. As uh, the appealee, uh, if you want to call him that, uh, put it, there were very interesting and weird routing decisions and just weird stuff happening that made no sense. And a they, pellet? Huh? A pellet? Would that be the right word? Oh, yeah, who appeals? The, the appealer. appealer. The appealer. Yeah. I, I don't maybe. know what the real the word is. The appealee, I guess, is the person getting appealed. I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, putting E's the and guy, R's on stuff is tough. The the guy and or girl who put in the appeal uh, was right, more or less. At least it looked like that to us in our appeals team. So everyone was like, oh, this is so weird. Look at this VOD and look at this here and look at that. And uh, as we do with all things that happen like that, uh, Danka took a look as well, and he passed it on to the council to also take a look. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, this is the part where Dante can cover the, the whole council part, and I'm not sure how much we want to go into how we actually found out who it was yeah. and everything. But, we can't really, uh, that, yeah, we can't really go into too many of the details but uh, that's kind of where the council started taking over after the latter uh, admins and appeals team had sort of made the decision that yeah definitely something fishy going on here the uh the thing to keep in mind we put this in our announcement about it um the council has no rule over the latter period mm -hmm. that's Dun it's dunka's baby and you know, if he wants to go with council rules, just like tournaments, tournaments can have their own rules, too. We've talked about that before. Um, you know, appeals, the council doesn't review appeals uh, at all. Like, that that's not our job. And, you know, I don't think Duncan wants that to be our job. But this was passed on to us just in case this person was racing on places that we do moderate, such as, uh, you know, like Speed Racing TV, SRL, Race Time GG, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, we just we I have to be very vague with what I say. We did our due diligence. Uh, all 17 members really put in a lot of effort. And, you know, we wanted to make sure we got something right. You don't ever want to whenever there's a potential thing of cheating, you don't want to, like, mar someone's name without feeling that you are very correct in in your mm -hmm. feelings. And uh, yeah. we, we kind of you know we figured out things and. um we kind of wanted to sit on it and see what happened just because this was an alt of a known runner, uh, 
uh, especially in the GMP community. And then uh, we waited. I think it was uh, Monday morning. We had another alt. Like I, like Duncan dropped the hammer on Dragfilt, and then we had a new account show up, and uh, they uh, instantly were pretty much pinned to be the same person. Uh, there there were very telltale signs. Um, okay. There's just been a lot of signs, and all those tiny signs add up. That, that's that's probably the the thing. Like it it honestly really hurt me uh, to kind of go through this last like what was it like a Friday or so ago, and then mm-hmm. the announcement coming out Monday. Like, and I, I know that um, a couple people on council, you know, knew knew this runner as well, and uh, it, it just wasn't it wasn't fun. Like th- this is the part of council, like doing council. And I told, I told this to like the new people that have come in, like this is the part that sucks because mm-hmm. like, this is our job, you know, and with, with, uh, an old account of someone, which, you know, I mean, we've announced that it was Floyd, uh, who won our mentor tournament here. Um, they had raced on our platforms and with that account being revived and rebranded at that point, we had to say something. You know, like it wasn't just a ladder ban. It was, it became uh, a bigger issue. So, or a potentially bigger issue. So, uh, yeah, it, it just, it, it wasn't fun. But, you know, and obviously we're sitting here as, you know, tournament admins and we've got our own tournament admins as well on the Discord that, um, you know, this, we can't say 100% sure that this happened during the mentor tournament. But it very well could have. It's really hard not to think that it to think. It's hard to believe that it did not uh, mm-hmm. when you see something like this because uh, it, it just it, it's it throws tough. everything into question. Yeah, and that's you have really to go back and reanalyze every. I mean, we we had we had him on the podcast and talked to him like we were buddies, you know. And he had this charming story about a snake that it was in his bathtub. Was that real? I don't know. Like this, this is what sucks so bad about this. Is like he lied to us. Is is essentially what has happened beyond Maybe. just like video games and cheating. Like it's it's kind of personal, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. It's and- really it's really hard to say. And uh, just quickly, one thing I wanted to expand on. I Dante kind of touched on it quickly beforehand, but this wasn't something that happened in like a day or two. Right, uh, right. Everyone, you know, took their time. We wanted to see what happens. Maybe they'll join another race. Maybe they'll come back on another alt. People have to review VODs. Everyone has to come to a decision and everything. It took a couple of days and everyone did their due diligence. And uh, we, uh, the latter as well as the council, I'm assuming, even though I'm not part of it, we don't take these decisions lightly and we don't make them quickly and hastily. Because as Dante was saying, you know, branding someone a cheater is a pretty harsh sentence. And you want to be sure that you're as close to the 100% as you can be. There's never going to be a way for you to be 100% sure one way or another. But the higher you can get that percentage, the better you, you know, the better you can sleep at night, for a lack of a better term. So hopefully everyone can trust that you know, everything that Herf just said, they, they put a lot of work into making sure that they are right about this. So hopefully we can all kind of accept that and move on. It has happened. It is the truth. So now we have to ask, what do we do about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the mentor, well, tournament, go ahead. I'll, I'll give yeah. you my take. Uh, and you know, we talked about, you know, is Schuppel our, 
uh, inherited champion. Uh, well, that you know, uh, Floyd participated from round one of Swiss, so we don't know uh, those matches. So unfortunately, like the entire thing going back to the beginning is kind of compromised to an extent. Um, yeah, we'd like to think uh, that being in a mentor situation hopefully is more of a it curbs cheating rather than enhances it the a bit somebody's ability to try it mm-hmm. right you know uh, and i again you know in the interest of giving everyone the benefit of the doubt you have to assume that a mentor is not going to uh you know Allow cheat it. well can you yeah. though i don't know you know like that's, i mean it, it obviously does... you can't be 100 percent sure there either but it feels like a, it will be a lot harder to cheat with a mentor looking over your shoulder or seeing your game feed, maybe even having a Discord shared like some people did, you know. Uh, it's yeah. probably going to be a lot harder to do anything fishy there while someone is watching you, essentially. And also, it, at least to me, my take is I don't really see an incentive for a mentor to help anyone cheat, especially in a setting like this where it's all about, you know, learning and just getting used to the feeling of competitive racing and how how does it feel to be in a tournament and you know all the stuff that goes on and why we even started the mentor tournament in the first place yeah and my 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 thing with that is like in a situation like the mentor tournament it's a this isn't a knock on us this isn't a knock on any streamer or any you know racer but we've had two tournaments and we've had two winners uh three if you count uh, you know, the overworld glitches tournament. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. mainly just referring to the mainline, you know, like competitive racing rule set. We've had two of those. And uh, Bum Rush Blitz won the first one, and Floyd, you know, won the second one. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> what, like, fame and, ad, you know, adulation did they get for winning? Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, not a lot. You know, that's, that's and, and if you think that's, you know, if I win this, I'm going to make it. Like, it's we've had this convo b- before, about other things it's like no that, that that's not gonna define you uh and yeah. you know losing a race or getting knocked out of a tournament is is also not gonna define you so you know i i think having fun finding a way to be competitive and still have fun and you know making some friends along the way that that's what's important and i i i really implore people who have you know maybe been tempted to do something like this uh and you know resisted the urge like it's it's not worth it i I promise you if you need to win that bad then this probably isn't the game for you Mm -hmm. like that's that's my whole hot take i guess no i agree with you it's uh you know i don't think it's ever going to be possible for us to really fully understand what drives someone to do something like that i'm sure there's reasons you know there has to be some sort of reason for someone to go yeah i'll i'll start screen sniping or i have to win so badly that i need to cheat or something like that but it's it's not worth it like even if you don't get caught it's a hollow victory isn't it like what what really do you gain from winning a tournament that you cheated in yeah especially when the goal i don't know is learning but you know, yeah and this one especially but Unfortunately, that's the case. And for those that that participated in 2020, um, we do apologize. And if we have one, Tim's got it here on the outline that we're announcing it right now, so to speak. But we're probably going to be doing something uh, if we do a 2021 one, uh, one one. Yeah, that, that that's a that's a word. 
Um, if we do one this summer, let's say that, then uh, there's unfortunately going to be new hurdles for new runners. And, um, you know, obviously with Discord screen share, there's ways for mentors to watch direct uh, and not have to watch on Twitch. And we're probably going to have to implement that and implement like a 10 minute delay, like most of the tournaments. And honestly, I don't think that's a terrible idea just because it adds a, you know, obviously that's not perfect, but it definitely adds a buffer, especially with the way the game's played now. And mm-hmm. it also, uh, you know, it, it kind of makes things a little more telling. If you're 10 minutes behind on something and you're screen sniping, you're, you're going to make a, a move, I think, you know? Um, so, yeah. and you've probably already lost. That's the thing, but you're going to also have to get used to that for league and the main tournament and the challenge cup if they choose to use that too. So, um, yeah. Uh, and, and even longer ones for like speed gaming live and stuff like that potentially. So, uh, I, I think it'll be an, un- an unfortunate byproduct of what's happened here and we'll, you know, make adjustments and move on. Yeah. If you've ever heard the phrase, this is why we can't have nice things. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty much that's exactly what's happening here. Yeah. You know, pretty like much. We, yeah. We it's, thought that we could have a you know a tournament where we could trust people and and mm-hmm. assume that in the interest of learning uh, that no one would do anything as duplicitous as screen you know stream sniping or cheating in, in any other way, and uh, we were wrong about that. And I'll tell you right now, there's definitely going to be a mentor tournament 2021. Very much looking forward to it. I don't see any reason why we wouldn't have it. Uh, I've already had people ask me about it. So there is going to be one. Like Dante said, there's going to be that delay. And also, just I'm just going to be a lot more vigilant personally. And I think it's something we're going to be taking a lot more seriously uh, and making sure that there's fair play going on. Because I just like, I feel terrible that this happened. You know, it, it makes me angry. And I also think the last thing I want to say on this topic, and then hopefully we can just move on forever and never talk about Floyd again. But I, I think it's folly to say like, to try to convince people not to cheat or to say like, it's not worth it. Or like, I don't know why someone would do that. They just do. They're mm-hmm. just going to. And I don't know, he got to come on the podcast and talk. I don't know if that was maybe his ultimate goal, but it did happen. And I do think he probably had a reputation in the community as being a mentor tournament winner. I don't know that that meant a ton, but I can see why someone would want that and would, you know, apparently try to play out outside of the boundaries of what is acceptable rules to get it, you know, mm-hmm. it happens. And and that's what we need to focus on, I think. Yeah, I think, as you were saying, none of us, and I don't think any of the participants either ever thought that someone would cheat in, the, in a mentor tournament. But obviously, that's not something we can just assume anymore after right. everything that's happened. As Dante exactly. was saying, we can't be 100% sure that Floyd did cheat during the mentor tournament, but we also can't be 100% sure that he didn't. And as we were talking about earlier, changing something retroactively is not really going to work because it just threw everything out of whack. And that's very disappointing for everyone involved. Like a lot of people put a lot of work into that. And if you want to look at it in a very extreme way, it kind of just screwed up the whole tournament which is like quote unquote worthless now in a way you know what i mean 
So I, I thought we could just like announce that Schuppel was the winner and move on. But as you know, Dante explained to me, to do that almost sort of validates all of Floyd's earlier races because mm-hmm. it it says that like it's okay that those other people were eliminated before they even got an opportunity to face off against Schuppel. So that's why, unfortunately, we can't necessarily go back and do something like that. We just have to put a big fat asterisk next to the you know to to that name and to that year and. Promise to do a lot better this year, which that's what we're going to do. Yep. Pog. So. All right. Well, I'm glad we got through that. Uh, if anyone has any questions, of course, you can always hit us up in the Discord. Don't Happy hit me up. Talk about Don't it. hit me up. <laughs> Don't. You know, you know what? I really, I'm not saying I want to, but I do feel it's my responsibility to make myself available to discuss it more. So you can. You I'll let you to, do it. <laughs> yeah. Just let's. It would be better to just move on. So either way, let's move on, at least in the episode, in the interest of moving on. So uh, let's do a quick check in on some of these uh, community tournaments. So the German community tournament uh, moving right along, just like last time. We don't have to spend too long on this, but let's all look at this challenge here uh, and check into how far along they have gone. Yeah, are we looks in that like final four yet? They oh, are wow. almost in the final four. Uh, there's yeah. one match uh, missing. Dracaris versus Ray underscore 07. Uh, Dracaris is leading 1-0 right now. Uh, we don't know quite yet, but whoever wins that will face Tato. And on the other side, we have Shiva Hayes versus The Lane. So The Lane's still in and going strong. Nice. Uh, wow, you we, guys called it. Well, I mean, kind of. I said, I hope it's the lane, but it's probably going to be a clown router. And so far, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I haven't been proven right, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's looking good. And again, I'm just like so impressed with how uh, quickly they, they move, they move the tournament along. German um, efficiency. That's what it is. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> cool. Um, I guess we can uh, hit on this real quick. The Goon Tournament. I'm way, way out of this thing. I'm so so eliminated. Uh, I went up against a friend of the show, Oro, my Speed Gaming Live 2019 roommate, and they destroyed me. But it was good races, and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, Dante is still in it, I understand. Yeah, I uh, played against CP Colin, and uh, we had two fun matches last Sunday, or well, Sunday before this past one, I guess on release day here, and uh, they were fun. Uh, and now I have to play against Oro, so we'll see if um, if I can advance, I think we're in semis already because it's just an eight person bracket. Yeah. So, uh, got to play two matches against them and we'll, you know, wish them best of luck and ho- hopefully wish ourselves best of luck. We'll see what happens. I think we're playing our first match is going to be a uh, hard standard, like the tournament settings. And then we'll figure out if we want to do anything different for game two. We may do the exact same thing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a really fun little mini side tournament. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, and then lastly, the uh, NMG tourney that is being admined by Buane, uh kicks off or has kicked off this week. Um, so we'll link the Discord real quick if you want to get more information on that. But that's something we'll be keeping our eye on. A lot of people have been talking about NMG a little bit more than usual lately because we had a uh, drum roll or something. I don't know. I guess I guess it's kind of a big deal. I guess why. I Do you want like me to make a drum roll? roll? <laughs> you know what? That would be great. All right, that's a drum roll. What? What happened? There was no sound. Oh yeah, I've got RTX voice on for Discord, but it's in the recording. <laughs> You'll hear it. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. So uh, congrats to XQs, a.k.a. Eddie, for setting a new NMG record uh, of one hour, 23 minutes and three seconds. So we will link that speed run uh, VOD for you um, so you can check it out. But yeah, I, I watched this all the way through and uh, man, it's just it's really cool to see tight NMG execution and Eddie pulled off all the tricks and uh, it was it was pretty incredible to see it. They got very emotional at the end, as, as you can imagine. I think they've been trying for like six or seven years or something straight to, to get this record and finally, uh, finally got it uh, just a couple weeks ago. So. Uh, huge congratulations to them on the on the record there, and uh, yeah, what do you, did you guys get a chance to check this out? Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, it was a great run. I'm very happy for it. Uh, but the one thing I want to say is the the tiny, tiny, small like what do you even call that in English? The tiny like bad thing about it is he was so close to the 122. Yeah, and yeah. he could have gotten it in that run, but a few tiny things didn't quite go his way, and that's why it's like barely over one twenty-three. Uh, not to take yeah. anything away from the run at all, it was great. He did a great job. Congrats to him. Just uh, you know, a tiny little bit sad that you know, if it was, if it had been a perfect run, he would have gotten that sweet one twenty-two. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, there was one blue ball. He even alluded to that a little bit, and he's like, you know, we made this mistake and this mistake, you know, but. You know, I think what matters is what he said is like, it doesn't matter. We did it. Um, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's that's kind of like, you know, uh, I said something to someone uh, in uh, in my Twitch chat. You know, if you win a ladder race uh, and I know this isn't like this isn't really NMG, but it's like if you win a ladder race, it doesn't matter if you had a 110 or a 220. Uh, you are, you know, you still won. So mm-hmm. yeah. he's got, it doesn't matter if he got the 12303 uh, or the 12258 or 59 or whatever. He's got world record. And uh, I, with that being his goal, you know, congrats. Like when, when people set out for something that's so hard, uh, and w- whether it be this game or other things or, you know, life goals and stuff, like, and actually putting in the work, the effort, you know, the pain, the anguish that goes along with it and actually achieving it, uh, kudos to them. Uh, for definitely, mm-hmm. you know, putting in the time and effort. Absolutely. Cool. All right. GMP community updates. Let's go. So the grudge matches uh, have kicked off. The last one was live Saturday night uh, for us in recording world. It hasn't happened yet, so we can't comment on that. But we will definitely put a link to the uh, – it'll probably be on YouTube by the time I say this. Um, huge shout-out to Zeitnix. Uh, I can't, cannot say enough nice things about them, but they are continuously taking our Twitch VODs and throwing them up on YouTube. So huge appreciation to them. Uh, and I'll probably have a YouTube VOD that I can link to you. Uh, link for you showing off our first uh, one of these bi-weekly seed restreams. I said grudge match. I guess this one technically is just a bi-weekly seed kind of exhibition. Uh, we have four runners going in a, a like a four-way race with uh, the Daddy Gamers, Verts, McMonkey, and Schoople. So those four will be uh, racing. Uh, we'll have the VOD for that. And then I think we well, we've definitely received, I can confirm, some, some really nice pitches for some of these grudge matches that are going to happen in the off weeks. And I think they are going to probably be a Saturday night thing. Just like seems a little easier to get volunteers on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. But if you have another day in mind and you want to pitch one of these, just let us know. We can probably change the day. But um, yeah, Saturday night SmackDown. I like it. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Uh, yeah. So we're going to keep that going. 
Um, next one will be Saturday, March 6th, and that will be a grudge match. And uh, I don't think we've quite decided what it's going to be, but like I said, we've got some good pitches. So uh, join us then. Uh, we'll also put a link to the schedule in the description. All right, let's talk about bi-weekly seeds. So we doubled up on the uh, tournament uh, qualifiers last time, mm-hmm. right? So the standard hard. Um, what do we want to do this time? Uh, I just... see that Auntie put a little suggestion here that I'm not necessarily against. We could do casual boots. Uh, maybe, you know, I, I know we like to um, make sure all the all the runners feel included when we do these. And I know standard hard. Um, some people may not like that there's only a tempered sword and green mail because, you know, it's, it can be a little tough sometimes. So um, we could kind of throw it back to this, but do casual boots. I know that's kind of a fun mode because you start with boots and you start with a sword mm. and there's mm-hmm. two males, two shields and the, or three shields and uh, silver arrows potentially. So we could do that. What do you think, Tim? I like it. Yeah. They're very friendly. They're very accessible and uh, they're, you know, also happening on the ladder on a regular basis. So yeah, we'll throw you a casual boots this time. So enjoy that. Um, okay. So Dante, uh, we've got, uh, I understand you, you, you kind of have something for, uh, me and Herf and our audience prepared here. Yeah, I guess what this is, uh, we finally did the thing that Tim plugged like one or two episodes back. Uh, the whole, all right, we're going to have something that's a little different than our normal programming. And uh, I, I guess if you don't like it, bear with us. If you like it, tell Tim you liked it. If you don't like it, just yell at me and tell Tim you don't like it, and then I'll get fired. So um, that, that'll that be... I don't know if that's how it goes, but uh, I'll continue. Just, Sorry. No, I was just... I'm being stupid. But, uh, but yeah, we have a very uh, special sit-down chat here with the some of the league administrators, myself, Fear Agent, and Drossy, uh, kind of reminiscing on the league as a whole, uh, as well as Season 3. And uh, it's uh, it, it was a fun dive. We had, we had a good conversation, as you can probably tell by looking at this episode's length. So uh, I don't know how... Uh, Tim, you want me to pick the rock up this time so we can jump in or do i need to flute to kakariko to get to the place i don't know what button are we what are we doing you know, we need to lift the rock to interview world and, okay and please if you would if you would please that would be wonderful all right okay up next temp has given me the the ability and uh, i'm kind of running with it here we're doing a Kakariko Tavern conversation here with the league administrators. Myself and two of the most powerful men in the league, Drossy number one and Fear Agent. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I'm good. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for being here. It's not the full admin team, just to make sure that's clear. Yeah, it's not. Um, just, just the loud wanna... mouths of the admin team. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to overload Temp. You know, like Temp, temp is super awesome about editing these podcasts he literally does all the heavy lifting on it and uh, you know i, I did not want to be like let me just get the whole admin team plus the new admin and then we'll just have you like five different audios you got to <laughs> edit all together um you know everybody was cool about you know me just getting you two guys drossy you, you've got crazy stats that you just pull out of nowhere and it always impresses me because i legit never know where you keep up with all this stuff <laughs> I mean, I gotta entertain myself somehow, right? And fear, I mean, the league's been your baby, what, well, two years now? And even though it probably feels like much longer than that since 
you were kind of solo gigging this for a while. Yeah, two years, I guess now. Three seasons and two years, yeah. Yeah, March of 2019, right? Yeah. Crazy. God, three seasons in two years. That actually, that sounds like 2017, 2018 vibes, you know, with the main (laughs) tournament. I I do want to say, I think this is my third time on the show, and I'm just so happy that I get to do the show with Herfy Durfee. It's it's really cool. Oh, wait, he's he's not here. (laughs) Third time. There's, there is a herpes here, right? That's a yeah, real person. Uh, we actually we actually talked about this in the host channel that um it's like well this will be the third or whatever time that fear's been here and uh and herf was like and I won't be there yet again. <laughs> I just like, want to know. I, what I, I didn't did. realize this was an ongoing thing of like yeah. fear and herf camping in the same place at the same time. I want to know what happened. Like what did I do? Like I'm sorry, herf. Please, jeez, forgive me. <laughs> I think I think he'll be uh, understanding, <laughs> but uh, so th- this was kind of the point of you know getting getting the three of us together to kind of chat. Uh, it's been several weeks now. The league has ended as far as season three goes, and uh, we're not super heavy in the planning phase of season four. But uh, obviously, it's on our radar. Mm-hmm. But uh, now that it's kind of all settled down. We figured this would be a kind of a cool idea to uh, let people see behind the curtain a little bit. You know, we could talk about some of the stuff that's happened as far as the administration side. I I know that when I first joined the community and entered the 2018 spring tournament, the big mistake, as we kept calling it on the podcast because of the 512 Swiss, that was a nightmare. But uh, like I I always wondered from my experience in running dance game events uh, in person in the past, I was wondering how these discord brand events all worked you know did i want to ever potentially help out with these if i stayed in this community and stuff like that and uh you know here i am on the administration team for the league and you know racing council too so i guess i guess i'm helping you're, uh, you're like one of the most powerful people in alttpr land really mm-hmm. yeah it's true i mean I, i'm gonna i'm gonna ban the boots like we just can't use the boots anymore right <laughs> <laughs> That just confirms that I that I'll continue to play NMG instead of Rando. Man, you're playing NMG now. That's 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 shocking. Are, are you using Quick Swap? I wish. <laughs> that's the one part I don't I don't like the, having a menu. The, the big question is: Are you hovering? No, no, not not yet. I'm just trying really? to get right. yeah. just trying to get good. I just need to get good. That's all. So hovering is for for the good people. I mean, I could do it, but not because I, 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 I don't know. Define I could good. People that are better than me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you can save some serious time in pod, I gather, right? Can you? Nah. I no. No. There's no hovering in NMG <laughs> in pod, I don't think. Is there? Nah. No. The only hovering, the only I thing I can, can... Th- Hover over the railing there and get your needed keys. And oh no, you don't. In NMG, you, gotta, you no? don't go to the right side at all. No. Oh okay. Yeah. All right, Drossy's never played in MG. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. Fun. Someone this was is, telling me the other not, day I should do it, but <laughs> this is not an NMG podcast. Temp's gonna fire me already. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right, so the league. You know, we started this season. This was the first season where fear. Season four is going to be all NMG, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. It's all co-op based somehow. (laughs) Co-op NMG. (laughs) 
I, I gather Kyung and Faraimi have a pretty good co-op NMG thing going. Probably. Uh, but yeah, so this was the first season that Fear, you know, as season two wound down, Fear, you, you decided, hey, I should have a team uh, of people who potentially care about the league as much as I do and don't rock the boat too terribly much, right? Um, yeah. And here we are. In I, I know in the past for you, I kind of want to, I want to ask you this, like, I know that there's a lot of like life stress, uh, you know, in general, not, not specifically for you, but like everybody, like everybody deals with their real life problems. And then we're just playing this hobby game on the side and you got people DMing you, you know, like trying to game the rules or just trying to clarify things. And it gets overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, at least it does to me. So I'm, you know, I'm assuming you're in that boat some too, but what made you, I, I know after season one, it was like, I'm done. Like I'm done. Like everyone's just stupid because I'm tired of everybody. Uh, I'm putting words in your mouth clearly, but uh, you know, you came back for season two. I don't, Um, I remember being done after season one. Season one was so experimental. I I remember enjoying season one, but not having any idea what I was doing. (laughs) That's I think the big (laughs) thing is like, so the league, right? Like everyone knows what the league is now as we head into season four soon ish, soon ish. But you know, when I first started the league, it was no, there was no such thing as the league. So all we ever had was tournaments, like regular tournaments. And I remember, yeah. I remember the ideas of the league came. I think I was talking uh, with Boyne when he was like streaming, and he mentioned the idea, like it'd be cool to have a league. And basically, if Boyne thinks it's cool, then I'm gonna think it's cool. So I was like, man, I got to figure out how to do like, how, what would it even look like? Um, and I thought just the team aspect of it was the, was the big part. So it went through a lot of iterations over when I was hanging out on the casual rando discord a bunch. There was a bunch of us that were hanging out back then Yeah, on that discord server. And so I just sort of like kind of lightly came up with like a rule set and it wasn't even like, I want to say at first it was just. Um, big races because that's kind of all that we had back then is there wasn't a lot of one-on-run races until you did tournaments and so I want to say it was like I wanted to say it started out as like a weekly tournament where you like it's you and your team and you combine times or something like that like it started really like off the cuff I had literally no idea what to do so when I was able to like whittle it down and get advice on what the team league should kind of look like. We, you know, dove in head first with season one and I literally had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, you fooled me. Yeah. Yeah. You I got mean, 16 I, I, teams. Like I remember you were like, okay, I need eight like as a bare minimum. And yeah. then next thing you knew you had 16 and cut it off. Well, I think that people, liked the idea or thought it was an interesting idea of teaming up and kind of like, you know, one thing that being an artist and stuff, I wanted to make sure we had team logos and that kind of thing because that stuff kind of interests me. And I do think that's like a hook to it is having a team name and having a team logo. So the league, even though it's about rando, it's a a bit more, you know, it's kind of, it's, it is casual in a way. Um, It's gotten a bit more competitive, but it's like, I don't know, kind of like the stuff that I enjoy about, a community, right? Like community aspect stuff, like playing with your friends and having a weird team name and making logos <laughs> and stuff. I don't know. It just kind of takes me back yeah. to me as, as a kid. So. 
I mean, with the artist thing, I, I get that. Um, you know, uh, I'm fast forwarding, obviously, but like this year, uh, I got to say, I think that, you know, we and by we, I mean you and I think Lumaga helped you out a good bit. But the slideshow presentation for preseason and the pre-playoff thing, like kind of like the reveal stream or whatever, that that was like a whole like next level type thing. You know, um, it's, it's funny because it's literally just a Google Slides. Like that's all it, all it is. Yeah. It's like a simple Google Slides. Um, I brought simple like an, from the perspective of a graphic designer, not simple yeah. for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but, you know, big shouts to Lamaga for helping me put those together. But uh, the big thing is, like, I was I'm always jealous of what the main tournament had in that the fact that they could do those seeds where you, like you see. Uh, the names pop up when you open up chests and stuff. I thought, oh man, yeah. it'd be kind of cool if we had that, but um, still being, I, I guess, like- newish. I was like, I don't really want to bother anybody. That's kind of the thing. Is like, whenever I, whenever I started the league, it's like I don't want to really bother people to do do this work for me. Um, so yeah, and I feel like it, we could probably get someone to do that. The problem is, we always think about it. Like the day before yeah. <laughs> the, the, the presentation thing is, uh, and then, you know, uh, again, it's a little different with the team stuff. So it's, it's not as easy to reveal like a yeah. bracket. Yeah. It, it's easier well, to reveal a bracket, especially with two leagues now too. So yeah, the two league thing mm. that really, I was, I was really worried about that going into the season, especially with like you know, me being a new admin, I'd been a mod last season. Uh, and, um, I, I just remember like, this is, I really want this to work. I want it to, 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 you know, be a success. The, the biggest thing that I was worried about and still kind of am is, you know, the league is not something where it's not a, like the ALTTPR potentially isn't a thing that's just going to be around for like 20 years. I mean, it may, and hopefully it does, but, you know, eventually, you know, it's, it's, it's a niche randomizer game. Like it's, it's a ROM hack, right? Yeah. But I mean, I think there's a lasting quality to rand or uh, LTTPR specifically. I think, um, most, I think this game is set up best for randomizers. Like I've seen, there's a, there's a million different randomizers, but a link to the past was made to be a randomizer, honestly. Um, and especially with how the, um, the devs for, the randomizer keep working on it so it doesn't become stale and they keep adding new features and i mean door rando and i saw shop sanity yeah. was even being added recently to door rando that's like, crazy there's um i i don't see it going anywhere for a long long time um obviously the game is good and i think that's the the, the meat of the bones is a link to the past is just a great game it's been around for 30 years or something almost 30 some years so yeah i i I, it's not going anywhere it's going to outlast all of us (laughs) and and it still routinely gets featured at gdqs and that i think also helps you know keep it alive for the larger gaming community Mm -hmm. yeah randall is going to be around the league i don't i mean i have no idea how long the league will last but um Hopefully it's around as long as yeah, we're done. <laughs> we called it. No, I think the, I think oh. the separating the two leagues was, I think there's two things that have saved the league. One, adding an admin team and two, adding a second league. 
because, uh, you know, going from season one to season two, we went from 16 teams season one, and I recruited mods from people that, like, I didn't really know Drossy <laughs> that well going into season one, um, but Drossy was really helpful. And that's kind of how everyone knew. Was on I mean, you, you were looking for league helpers. I figured, hey, this sounds like a good way to, you know, get to get involved, basically. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. and so that's kind of how the, the admin team happened. So going from 16 teams to what we had in season two, which was 64, which was not planned at all. <laughs> to say um, the least. <laughs> and, you know, running the league um, just as a tournament isn't the most difficult thing to do. Um, but, uh, restreaming the league is a lot of work. And I think that's kind of what wore me down more than anything is especially on the speed gaming side. Cause that's kind of where I came from through all of this. Like, uh, I was restreaming the dailies for speed gaming and, um, I figured I could take that knowledge and help promote the league. And I don't think the league would have, um, jumped in popularity if people hadn't seen it on speed gaming. So I think that's kind of, they we kind of go hand in hand with that. So we've developed a partnership with speed gaming and that, you know, grew the league to 64 teams. I wasn't prepared for it. I was not prepared for, <laughs> for 64. I teams. wasn't either. As I was a mod recall, team and I was, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, as I recall, we were shooting for 32 and fear you were worried. We might not even get to 32. I know. How silly. <laughs> like looking back on season two, it's like insane. how how everything just went. And when I finished season two, it was like, do I even want to do this? Like, it's just so much work. And it, then kind of like I step away and I'm able to like gather myself and get away from it and realize like, man, I really do enjoy putting on the league. Like it, it is a lot of fun. And I like, I like what it is for the community. I think it, it brings the community together. I like that. Um, and so whenever I'm able to step away, I'm able to see things a little bit clearer, not through the fog of like having just gone through months of restreaming the league and stuff. It, but I realized like I have to, I need help. <laughs> like I really need help. And so that's when the idea to bring in admins, which I'm always, I was hesitant to do because I'm a power hungry control freak and I don't like giving up power. Ego um, needs feeding. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, make, make the ego get bigger. Like your head cannot fit in this audio channel uh, anymore. But no, seriously though, like the, the big thing I remember when you, you and I were talking in DMS about making an admin team and being a part of it. And you said the biggest thing was uh, I, I need help restreaming, yeah. like getting the speed gaming stuff set up because I'm literally pulling my hair out trying to do so much of this. And, you know, it, it's funny because the restream setup process uh, for speed gaming is super easy, but super stressful. Um, I remember the first time I did it, I was like messaging Fear and Sigma uh, and Relkin, like all three of them. I was the only <laughs> admin who hadn't done a restream yet. And I was like, oh, God. And then I, I got it set up. And then there was a bot problem. And I'm like crap, I can't do it. You know, this is out of my control. Who do I, who do I ping at speed gaming? I don't yeah. want to bother Feasel. I don't want to bother Rick. Uh, what do I do? And then it ended up kind of fixing itself. Uh, Sigma knew, knows so many backend things with speed gaming. And I'm sure you guys do too, because you yeah. guys have more speed gaming experience than I do. But I mean, I only uh, learned I gotta, it over the course of the league. Like, you know, sure. Now I know me. all that backend <laughs> fancy stuff that, 
Sigma does with his eyes closed, but I had no idea about any of that when we started this season. Yeah. You just picked it up and quick. That's true. You know what? You know what the difference was, Dante, is he did it more than you did. <laughs> that's true. Like I think I I restreamed probably three races. No. Uh and that that if that. The idea and wasn't to, was, like, was to make you guys like the restreamers. It was just to make sure that I wasn't the only one doing it, which is I remember because, again, we went from 16 to 64 and then we're restreaming. We restreamed. I'm, I'm sure Drossy had the stats from season two at some point. We restreamed a ton of those those races. And that was oh, yeah. back when it was all one league. Yeah, that was one league. And um, I remember like I was at like at a soccer game for my kids and I'm like on my phone trying to get like find a restreamer to like set things up. And we had like three races on a Saturday and I've got like family commitments and stuff. It's like it was like that stuff was when it was like really stressful. So I remember when I was talking to potential admins, I was like, OK, so bringing in an admin doesn't just mean like you're in charge. It means you have to like <laughs> you actually have to do. I want people that like roll up their sleeves and like get stuff done. And that's why the admin team is who they who's brought on. Like it's the people that were willing to do the work because I like. I'm not a, I'm I, boss is such a stupid word for this because it's all just volunteer, but like I'm the sort of like manager or whatever admin or whatever, who is very hands on. Like, I'm not like, all right, here's the league and yeah. everyone d- go, go do all my work. <laughs> I'm like, I'm very much, I'll, I'll do it and, and kind of like lead by example sort of thing. So I needed to make sure that I had admin that did the same thing. And so we got, and, we got and a really good admin crew. Like my, I'm really happy with. The, Honestly, like I, I remember we uh, we had a conversation in the admin channel and this is kind of like peeking behind the curtain and I, I can't speak on the main tournament. I can't speak for any other side tournament like, you know, or I don't want to call cross keys a side tournament. That's kind of like the main thing during the summer. Um, but I remember we had the conversation that all of us are like we, we're, we're very hands on and we like the 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 problem and i think this was kind of a flaw for us to this past season but at the same it was like it's it's one of those weird things where it's like a catch 22 because we want to be able to delegate things uh we had a lot of mods and we want to be able to delegate things but at the same time uh we want to do it right now <laughs> yeah that's like you know we want it it, it didn't even need to be done right yeah. now but yeah. we just want to and right. so because we want it done right then we just do it yeah and and that's that's a good thing. It's a good quality, but at the same time, it can be a very unhealthy quality, I think. And, you know, we kind of mm-hmm. experience both sides of yeah. that a lot. It's this, hard this to stifle season. the urge to just jump in and get things done when you see something that needs getting done. Right. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, we're three seasons in. We're still figuring this out. <laughs> like, I think that's the big thing is like we don't have all the answers Obviously, things are still being worked out. Like, I mean, season one, I built the website and I barely know how to build websites. And then season two. I um, can tell. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I did it again. And then and then this last season was uh, all built by Sigma. I did like the I made it look shiny and new, but he did all the back end work and the website is like one of the most amazing things that we have. Um, so uh, yeah, that, I, I that think re- the website's self-aware at this point and it can build <laughs> yeah. itself. You, you know what? Let me just say this. The real hero of the league 
is Sigma. Like I appreciate yeah. all of, I appreciate everyone's I um, contributions and, you know, like early on, Sir Linkalot was very influential in helping, um, you know, season two become what it was. And then the admin team that I brought in was very, very important for season three and going forward. But I, I'll, I'll tell you this. If, if Sigma wasn't around, the league would be dead. Like what he has yeah. done is simply astounding him and Sinek. I, I can't leave Sinek out because when, um, you know, when I was looking for a league bot, um, there was no Saha bot yet. And I talked to JC about the, the, um, main tournament bot cause he, he built that one. That's and, a throwback. Yeah. And he, um, he was like, I can't do it right now cause I'm, I'm too busy, but maybe you could talk to Sinek and he can, maybe he can help you out. And I was like, sure, let me, let me hit up anybody that knows anything about bots. Cause I didn't know anything. And I, I talked to Sinek and he was like, sure, we can, we can do these things. And he made the, the first league bot, which it kind of turned into Saha bot. And, uh, so without Sinek doing all that work and then Sigma coming on top of that and doing the work that integrates Saha bot with the website and all the stuff that's going to happen in the future. Cause we even have, there's plans for, for a new website that's insane, like insanely good. If that stuff didn't happen, the league would be dead because all of the automation that happens in the league, if any of the runners that have played in the league know, like you get an, an invite to the room, to the race time room. And then like, you don't have to put in like a complicated code or anything to get your seed. You literally like, type like exclamation point league race. And then you get your seed yeah. to you. It's like everything was so automated and made it so nice for not just the admin team, but for the runners and everybody It was like incredible. So like, uh, you know, I get a lot of credit for the league because I came up with it, but the league would not be the league without Sigma. So I, I can't say that enough. Yeah. And I mean, you brought this up, so I figure this is probably probably the best time to even talk about it. Like you, you mentioned Sigma's bot plan. So well, if you've been on the discord, you guys understand that, you know, there's a bot overlord role and that's, that's Sinek. Like Sinek is the, is, has been one of the unspoken admins if we had a question about how something could be done, you know, we'd, we'd ask him, you know, as far as Sahabot went, because that's, you know, that's his baby. And he never told, you know, Sinek never told us how to run the league. You know, if, if we said, Hey, Sinek, what would you do? He would give his opinion, yeah. but he would always keep it to himself otherwise, because, you know, it, it's not, you know, he, he's not going to like overstep or anything like that. Sigma has moved over to that bot overlord role. He's decided that, you know, not being a, a runner or very prevalent in specifically the ALTTBR community that, you know, he's going to go ahead and, you know, just help us with that bot side. And, you know, we've brought in Amerith to, Amerith did an amazing job, you yeah. know, not, not discrediting any other mods, but Amerith did a, a absolutely fantastic job of coordinating restreams, uh, stepping in to fill a, a big role as a restreamer mod on her first season because, you know, we had one in Marty and then, you know, Marty, Marty had to step down. That was his decision. Um, and, you know, Marty did great things season one and two. I remember yeah. uh, my team actually was involved in season one and we had a scenario of speed gaming couldn't broadcast us. And it's like, what do we do? And then on the fly, Marty and the rest of the mods kind of behind the scenes, you know, I wasn't on the mod team then. Uh, and maybe you guys could speak on it. We delayed the match. It was between Eddie right. and, I remember and, that. Yeah. and Ultima at the time, back mm. before Ultima was banned from the community. Uh, and we delayed the match so they could create a Twitch channel 
and then get a layout done really quick, kind of stealing <laughs> yeah. the one from Speed Gaming. Yeah. I never knew that's how the League channel came about. Yeah, I remember that now. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that was from season one, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it was Eddie versus Ultima, and it was like one of the most hyped things. There was probably like 50 people there, tops, and it was all League people. Like we were all just like, you know, we were there and that was one of the most exciting times because it was for me, because like I was very new to the community and, you know, it was like, I, I'm pulling for this guy like I'm racing, but I'm not racing, you know, mm. and that, that's kind of where my love for League kind of came in. I, I rabbit trailed there, but like, um, you know, Marty helped with that. And then the League channels kind of came to be uh, that was literally just off the cuff. Yeah, that, that, that there was happened. no plans to have League channels. <laughs> originally like we were we were going to be with speed gaming and if you didn't get speed gaming then sorry <laughs> but uh you know i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna restream them and they asked me like i remember them asking me like uh, megan it might have been sir link and and some other people in marty yeah. like um you know what if we just put it on our own channel I'm like if you guys can do it go for it i'm not gonna do i'm literally not gonna do anything for it um, but it feels like I've got enough to do. Yeah. With. I'm like, I, I was like, I'm not going to, I'm out, but if you guys can do it, you have my blessing and, and go for it. And then, you know, they, they created the league channels and then Merith took it over last season and, um, with Absolutely having two it. leagues, you know, the idea was, um, I, I, I don't know how specific you want to get, but the idea was to focus on the invitational league and let, um, the league channels be kind of like the open, um, and yeah, it, you know, and that wasn't like a slight towards that open towards the open league. Like we're not discrediting them. It's just we understood, you know, we were new to the admin team, but being on the mod team from season two, we understood the stress of the restreaming everything yeah. on speed gaming. You know, you'd have a Tuesday with. 15 matches. Why was Tuesday so busy? Yeah, it was Tuesday. Everyone bugs crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's like you have a Tuesday with 15 matches and it's like, how am I supposed to restream all these? There's like, there's five speed gaming channels. And then when you get to six through nine, like half the the computers don't work. Yeah. Because, you know, they're not as powerful. (laughs) Well, and yeah, with 64 teams, there was one week where we restreamed on speed well mostly on speed gaming a few on the league channels but we did all 64 matches one week and that was just <laughs> insane yeah. yeah and i think i honestly for a big a big part of it was in season two and this is not a this is not gonna be supposed to be a slight against anybody but it's true that there are good runners there's mediocre runners and then there's bad runners and it's not that fun to watch a bad runner race a really good runner um, and so, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, I mean, that's totally fair. It's, it's not, that's why the, I mean, yeah, like I'm, ladder, that's why Elo is there. You know, we want right. somewhat consistent pairings. And so we wanted yeah, to well, see, we wanted to see, um, more like consistency as far as like, as far as pairings go. And that's kind of how the invitational and open like kernels of that idea kind of bled into, to separating the leagues into two is to be able to watch a bit more, um, competitive matches and I think it worked out really well because the invitational and the open were were really competitive yeah and you know most people seem to have a lot of fun based on everything I heard from people whether yeah, they were in the invitational fun. or the open yeah like it's definitely fun when you can beat someone that you're not as good as and that's kind of one of the beauties of rando um 
But when you're constantly getting beat up by people that are better than you, it's not as fun. Whereas like if you are playing against someone that's in a similar skill set, you guys can kind of like encourage each other and build each other up and kind of go back and forth and get to that level and, and build to that level. And I, that's, you know, I don't want to like exactly. go too crazy on how awesome we did, but season three was like insanely successful. Like it was way better than I could have ever imagined. I was, I was super worried with the two leagues. I said that earlier, but like I was worried that I remember reading uh, some comments from some higher tier runners. Uh, who, I'll leave them nameless that they didn't want to be in season two when we potentially had, we were potentially going to do a, a side league because we had too many teams oh, to right. begin with. And I remember reading some comments about how it's like, I, I don't want to sign up for a side league. Like I, I want to be in the league. And I was a little worried that maybe some other runners had that sentiment. Yeah. But the, the, the opposite effect of that was if we tried to, you know, class out these, like how, how do we do the invites? Yeah. You know, we talked about that for a long time and then we talked about, all right, well we'll do a points baseline and that'll give us a majority of things. And then we'll see what signups happen for open. Yep. And we'll go from there. And that, that, that's what we did. And I didn't know if it was going to work, but then it did. Yeah. <laughs> I think it did. Like invitational was stacked. Like, I mean, uh, we could talk about the feedback form some more later, but like a lot of, there's been several people and they were nameless. So that's fine. Like we don't even know who they were, but they just said like, we need to do a better job of balancing the invitational. Honestly, I don't think we can. Like, I, I think we balanced that. And you know, there was a, there was an entire team that did that and it was all not like, Fear and myself and Relkin. Non racers, you know, yeah. It was yeah, people that were non racers. It, it was me yeah. and Sigma, and we brought in P Flan. Yeah, that, so if you really want to blame anybody, blame, blame blame P Flan. Yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to blame, Shout blame out to P Flan, like get out of here because P Flan probably is the most knowledgeable about runners in the community than anybody. Like he, you don't know it, but he's like secretly watching everybody, and he knows. He knows exactly. who's good and who's not and where everyone to go and where and that's why I, I meant I recruited him to, to be a part of that um, because he is so knowledgeable. And I feel like hindsight, right? Like it's so easy in hindsight to say like, well, this team was not good enough or, you know, like this team was stacked da, 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 da. like in hindsight, it's easy to look at the division and say, oh, they should have been balanced better. But going into the seasons, are going into the seasons, it's not as easy. There's not statistics and all this kind of stuff to go by. Like we had last season and that's kind of how we did the invites. As you mentioned, we had, I think the cutoff yeah. was 24 points from last season, which I yeah. think was eight wins, which was a winning record. So if you had a winning record last year, you got invited into the invitational. I think, I don't know if we've ever said that publicly, but that's the, that's kind of how we did it. And I think we couldn't have, I couldn't have done invitational without having run a couple of seasons anyways, because it's like, how do you gauge who gets invited and having stats from season two with 64 teams, we were able to like pull like, okay, so we can invite anyone that had a winning record and then we'll invite a couple extra people if, if we don't get enough invites and it, it worked out really well. So I know people complained about the divisions, but it's one of the things like, yeah, we'll, we'll work on trying to make sure the divisions are, are balanced, but 
you can't well, you can't look at results and say, oh, these should have you know this team didn't make it. How you know the, that division is too stacked? Yeah. It's like no, they had an opportunity to win as many matches as everyone else. <laughs> like you can't I, you can't say I, that. I think what's telling is that. You know, people kind of retconned which divisions were balanced and which weren't based on results, but that's not what anyone thought going in that, you know, after the fact, because Fendrana Drifters completely ran away with everything, everyone looked at your division, Fear Skull Woods, and said, oh, Skull Woods was clearly the weak division uh, because Fendrana Drifters just ran away with it. No, Fendrana Drifters was just that good this season. They ran away with it in the playoffs against all the (laughs) playoff teams, so it's like, that's not fair. Going in, though, um, you know, um, everyone thought that Misery Meyer division might be the weak division, and that was actually uh, honestly like, PFLAN's and my concerns after laying out the division is Misery Meyer division maybe a little bit weak. Is there anything they can do about it? And that was the division where it looked like it might be a six-way tie for a little bit and, yeah. you know, um, came, came down I to gotta, the final week in some very tense matches. I got to expose PFLAN a little bit. Uh, I You know, I'm violating a law here where you're not supposed to, you know, say what happens in DMs. Mm. Um P Flan and I had a, had a, had some conversations, and you know, we talked about you know, this was I think this was like after I got eliminated, and I say I, but my team, you know, the Titans Mitts or whatever, and you know, our run was kind of phenomenal. Uh, I'll, I'll say like I, it was unexpected, <laughs> and they say I uh, have. An I ego. didn't expect it. <laughs> no, I, I literally didn't expect that. Like Drossy, Drossy, you've got the you've got the thing. Like yes, I like eating like, that back at you occasionally, where you said, "Oh, you've I'll got, be doing like, admin work during the playoffs." <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a message from me in the admin channel after we got the before we did the reveal stream of me saying, great, look at this division. I guess I'll just be doing admin work during the playoffs instead of playing all these amazing modes. And every time we kept winning and having having a shot at playoffs, (laughs) Drossy just kept like, like linking me to that message. (laughs) I was like, thanks, Drossy. Such a great one. Um, so like, you know, the admins, we, we like to, we like to, you know, rib on each other a good bit, you know, especially from, you know, the players to the other players. And then even the non-players like to give the players a bunch of crap, uh, you know, like, like Drossy here, you know, he wasn't one of the players of the league, but you know, very, very vital. But yeah, like our run was kind of crazy, but I remember talking to P Flan and he said, I said, so look, I have a, I have to ask. I was like, how did you guys come up with the Kakariko division? Because I feel like it was the most OP. And I said, and admittedly, I, I think that because I was in it. Like that was, you know, my, you know, I was like, I'm in it. So like, obviously I think it's OP because like all these teams are crazy, but I, I'm pretty sure I just thought that about every division and invitational. And he just said, so your division started out as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we did so much shuffling. <laughs> I was like, really? And he said, yeah. He's like, I made it as a joke. And then the more I balanced the other ones, I was like, this one's about balanced as well. Yeah. And then everyone else on the team agreed. Uh, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. So I'm sorry for putting words in P-Flan's mouth. But uh, but yeah, it was kind of funny. It was like, it started as a joke. But, you know, Kakariko was another hard division. But all four were. like, And, and obviously, like we were saying, kind of tying this all together, like, you really... In in hindsight, you can say, oh, well, you know, if a team went undefeated, it was too easy. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. I mean, what we're playing here is a randomizer. Sure. I said this. I said this pre playoffs when we did our, you know, reveal stream for that. 
uh, the team that's going to win this has to be good, but they also have to be lucky. And it's not so much like the joke that everyone likes to throw at fear about being lucky. Yeah, I, I got to throw that in. Uh, it's, it's about you just have to have a few things go your way. And it doesn't mean like you, you make some wild play and it pans out. It just means that, you know, whatever you do is got to kind of work out and it's yeah. got to work out three out of five times mm-hmm. uh, with the way the, the playoffs work. And if it does, you know, if your execution's on point and then you get a little bit of luck, you're probably going to win. That, that's usually how I feel like invitation goes. I mean, would you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 100%. look at Megawatt. I mean, <laughs> he'd never won a playoff game in the first two seasons and suddenly his luck turned around and he went completely undefeated all season. I got to give Megawatt a lot of credit because I know when I went up against him in season two in the playoffs, uh, you know, I'm venturing into player territory here, but he was like, I'm vetoing swordless like instantly. And then I see that his pick in one of season threes is swordless. And I was like, <laughs> all right, you've got my attention. I was like, I'm, I'm watching this match. And I think I actually commentated it. And you know what? He killed it. Like, he like that team, that that whole team, the team that won Fendrana Drifters, obviously, spoiler alert. We've talked about it before on the podcast. They absolutely had every single thing go right. Yeah, yeah. they lost a couple games in the playoffs, but it doesn't matter. Their execution was on point, and that's what matters. And then, like I said, they had a few breaks go their way. That's all you need. Yeah, I'm so salty and I lost a frostbite by six seconds in the playoffs. <laughs> that match was hard to watch. I was like, oh my God, like I just missed a couple you know, spins I, I, on Master Sword Ganon, and that was it. Like, I, that was it. Yeah, like, I mean, I love both of you guys. Like, Frostbite's awesome, and, you know, obviously you are too, uh, sort of. But, <laughs> like, it, that match was tough to watch. It was like, who do I want to win this? Yeah. You know? And, no, I, uh, I just rewatched it, honestly. On They just posted it on YouTube, and I rewatched it. It was like, in hindsight, I can watch it again and be like, oh, that was that was such a good race. Uh, you know, at the time I was like devastated because it was my last match of the, of the league and I lost by six seconds and I lost to him <laughs> earlier in the year too. by like, well, I ended up forfeiting, but, um, because it was over, uh, it was on, on again, it was like less than a minute I should have lost by, but, um, we have such close races and so it's so, so heartbreaking, but watching it in retrospect, it was like, man, this was actually a really fun race. Yeah. And, and that, that's kind of what we want to go for you know, with the invitational open open, you know, I can't obviously talk about it as much. I didn't have as much invested in it. Uh, I don't think any of us did, but uh, Amara did. Uh, and that's why uh, she's our, that, yeah. Uh, admin now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she's done so much, uh, with the restream side. Like I know we said that a little bit earlier, but the, the, the layouts, the, you know, and she had a team of restreamers that basically did everything like, we were totally hands off and I think that helped with our sanity a good bit. Yeah, right? for sure. Like, like we, there's just no way for me to, to invest myself into two leagues. Like I can't, I just don't have enough manpower to do that. Like, um, I've got kids nobody does, and I've got a job and this is a hobby. Like I can only do so much. And so having an admin like Amerith who can invest, not that she's, doesn't have the time, but her focus is definitely was more on the open and restreaming the open and stuff. It's like one, it made sure that the open felt like it was still part of the league. Like it wasn't neglected, which was awesome. And, um, two, it allowed 
uh, open to really shine because there were some really good matches and watching the playoffs in, in the uh, in the open was a lot of fun as well. So that's kind of the thing with we talked about splitting the leagues up and kind of going back to that a little bit. I'm backtracking. But the thing that made open so exciting for me to watch was these guys have something to fight for. Yeah. A, a lot of times there are players and I, I'm putting words in people's mouths. So again, this, this just is kind of like a blanket statement. Don't take it personal if you were in the open league, but back in season two, there were teams that were guaranteed. They were not making playoffs period. And there were teams that were guaranteed to have a losing record based off of everybody who was in that. And I thought it sucked yep. because they, they don't really have, uh, I mean, they have a reason to fight, maybe to play spoiler for somebody else, but they don't have something to go for. And that was kind of where I was so adamant, we need two leagues and we need promotion and we need relegation. Like we're at the point where we have enough people, we can make this happen. And then the idea was now like watching this, it was like these records, like from these people, there's a ton of talented runners here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we saw this in invitational people could lose like crazy. And, uh, you know, it just happens. And it's not a it's not a knock against those people who, you know, end up getting relegated. But there's there's a promotion chance to fight for. So, like, these guys are going at it for for seven weeks, just like invitational. And whether or not they can win the invitational might be one thing. But the fact that they have a chance yeah. to get there. That's another thing. So it's like, I feel like, especially newer runners, newer runners are key to any community staying alive. And if we're going to, you know, have this community be around, you know, we joke 20 years uh, playing ALTTPR, then we got to have new people, uh, not just on the dev side, but on the runner side too. The competitive scenes got to survive. Mm -hmm. And if they've got something to fight for to get better at, like why get better at the game? I'm going to get stopped every single time. If I got to play against the Andes, the weighty words, the 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 fear agents, (laughs) I wasn't going to say my name. Uh, You know, like if if you, if you see that every week, then it's, I feel like it does lose some fun. No one likes to get stopped every week. Uh, But to have a shot, I think, says a lot and and, you know in the league we've always promoted it as you want to have fun with some friends like you want to make some friends along the way and have some fun but the competition i feel like if you're racing yeah you've got to you've got to have a little bit of a competitive drive even if it's small Mm -hmm. right yeah no for sure i think you know oh so i was definitely behind the two leagues thing like right away i don't know if i was behind promotion and relegation right away um because I don't want to make anybody feel bad, um, despite me making some people feel bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing it on the, purpose. The, the, the <laughs> um, relegation part definitely sucks. It's really more just kind of there has to be a zero sum game in there somewhere if you want to be able to promote right. people. I will say the Team Hime Major Mistakes relegation game was one of the best games to watch, though. Um, as that those two teams definitely. fought for that last spot to make sure that they were back for next season. Man, that was a hell of a run. So if you can see that, um, I'm not sure if it's, I'm sure it's on billion YouTube sometime, but, uh, that, that was the one that was, I tracked. Yeah. That was a hell of a fun <laughs> oh, watch. That was don't, that one. don't pay attention to the tracking in that. Cause it was probably terrible. <laughs> look, if you watch that, don't, you need to have your own tracker. Uh, <laughs> look, 
listen, that was one thing I learned <laughs> this season. Uh, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I, I won't harp on it long, but man, tracking is hard. It is. And it is the, besides restreaming, like on like the league channels, it is the most thankless job yep. because as soon as you forget to click something, chat's like, oh, why isn't that lit up? Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, what, sometimes it's the tracker. And then half the other time, it's, uh, well, you know, forgot I, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, did, I, I didn't see it. And <laughs> yeah. it, that was literally the most stressful thing. But yeah, that, that match, though, was besides me stressing out about clicking the wrong buttons, it was super exciting to watch mm-hmm. because they, they had they were still like, even though they were at the bottom, they had been eliminated from playoffs for weeks. They had something to fight for. Yep. So it added to the excitement. Like, I like, think having something instance, to play for I, makes anything exciting, though, like. I mean, if, if the match wasn't close, then obviously it wouldn't be exciting. But I, I it is nice that there are stakes, uh, especially in the open. Like getting an invitation to the Invitational is, I feel like, it'd be pretty big. And the, the four teams that got it, you know, I'm sure they're feeling pretty good about their their time in the in the open. So. Oh yeah. And those teams that were and just on the outside, it's like, dang, we're so close. We're so close. So it's that's I don't know. the thing, oh, yeah. like. You, you talked about, like, we don't want to be the bad guys with the relegation. Um, I, honestly, like, I, I'll, I'll you know, we'll, I'll, I'll say it. Uh, Linkalot's a good friend of mine. And, you know, he, he used to be a mod for the league and he had stepped down. But uh, we joked with each other that we were going to probably our teams were going to be the ones fighting to not get relegated. And then, unfortunately, his team ended up getting relegated. And yeah. it's like, I kind of hated to see that yeah. like from not just the admin side, like from the friend side, it's also super um, surprising the, because they have such a strong team too. So yeah, it, they had, that was their team. Uh, I think, but we're buddies is another one that uh, went like Oh, and 14 without a win. Yeah. yeah. Um, those, that's the example of your, maybe in a downswing and unfortunately maybe your whole team's in a downswing. Yeah. That, that just is, unfortunately it's part of rando. I think if these teams come back for the open league next season, they're going to like run the train. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that's kind of my hot take is that I think they're just going to run the train on whatever division they're in. Yeah. I, the I question wrong, is, well, do they come back to the open? You know, some, I, you know, we'll, we'll find out how people feel about that. Like could see it as a, yeah. A deterrent. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's my yeah, biggest that's, concern. If a relegated team it feels so disheartened from being relegated that they just disband. But you know what? Yeah. And it's I, a race. I don't want right? to see that. It, it, that's the thing is like these are races and there's winners and there's losers. And it sucks that somebody loses. And I know because I lose a lot that it sucks. But that's just <laughs> part of it. Like I have to teach my my six year old hates losing they've been playing splatoon 2 a lot and she hates losing or mario party even hates losing i'm like you gotta look learn. if you lose at mario party that's like that's completely luck based you need to make sure she understands that game is rigged <laughs> from the start <laughs> well she just needs to learn how to lose and i think honestly i a lot of us still need to learn how to lose um it sucks like you don't you don't losing doesn't necessarily mean like accepting the fact that you suck uh that's not the thing. It's yeah, the exactly. fact that it's the fact that, you know, there has to be a winner, there has to be a loser, and how do you bounce back from that? And so I don't know. It's it's tough, but it's the nature of the of what racing is. You, you can't have you can't have a race without a loser. So Yeah, it's really hard to see like 
like I'm going to use this as an example because it, it, you guys are friends of mine. Uh, your race versus Relkin at Speed Gaming Live. Uh, you guys. I don't mind buy, talking about this oh one. God, that was insane. I'll talk about this I, one. I, I, like, yeah. I like this one. I know I you don't crazy. mind talking about this one, but <laughs> if Relkin ends up in the, ends up listening to this because you know uh, I don't want to like I don't want to cause any bad blood, but li- literally like I hated talking to you guys about that because that race. By old standards, and we've talked about this on the podcast, where like how the tie rule came into effect yeah. because of speed racing TV, and then it ended up carrying over, and now we've gotten away with it or gotten away from it, thankfully. But that was that race. I, I remember waking up and hearing about the result, and I was like, I've got to go watch this. And I saw the end of that race and was like, Holy crap! You know, two really good friends. Both I know both of you guys hate to lose. Uh, and it's not that you guys think you're the absolute best, but you want to keep getting better at the game. Yeah. You want to, uh, you know, you want to keep having the opportunity to be on top. And what was the difference? Like one, like less than one second or something two seconds. like that? Like, I, I was calling se- okay. that race. That that was the thing. You know, I called it a tie. I wanted it to be a tie. There was no specific rule about <laughs> whether it was or wasn't a tie. So I was just kind of hoping they declared a tie, you know? <laughs> yeah. And 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 unfortunately for Relkin, he lost that race by that two second margin. Yeah, but he Here, won the, he, want, he won the tournament. So he won the whole the, tournament. Yeah, he's the real winner there. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> yeah. He's trying all the way to the bank. Home. But you know what? It's I. You know, and I think um, you know mentioned the frostbite race between between me and frostbite. We had a couple of races, and it's like I've been racing as frostbite and I have been racing together from when we first got into the community. We both joined around the same time. And so we've raced each other a lot and we've become really good friends and, um, um, it's, it's hard to lose to your friend, but it's also a little bit easier, right? Like, cause you could talk to them about it and, uh, you know, they're not going to be like super condescending with what they're saying. To right. You. Yeah. Um, the problem is like how healthy of an attitude and you mentioned this about knowing how to lose. And we said this, I think I said this on last episode of the podcast, like, Sometimes runners need to, and we saw this in the league a lot. Uh, I say a lot, but several times. Uh, and you know, we've seen we've seen it in other tournaments. We've seen it in ladder. Uh, runners need to probably walk away from their computer. Yeah. When they're, you know, for that that ten minute delay is is good to walk oh, away from your so computer. Good. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, if you're the winner, obviously you're in you're in the restream as you finish watching it catch up. Like, hoo hoo hoo, mm-hmm. I won! I'm, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see this. But if you lost, and I, I learned this really early on, uh, you can think about what you did wrong. You can think about how lucky your opponent was, uh, but in the end, you lost. It, you did it. it. It wasn't your opponent who did it. If they did something that was outlandish and it worked for them, then why didn't you do it? Like that yeah. it's probably not going to work nine out of 10 times. I mean, this is called rando for a reason. It's, exactly. It's so random. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I've had conversations with people about this in DMS and I won't say who they were, but it was, it was multiple, but uh, I mean, I played a lot of sports as a kid. So uh, I, I went through winning and I went through losing. Um, I played soccer, basketball, and golf <laughs> in high school. We <laughs> sucked at golf. I lost so much at that. I, that hitting a ball with a stick is, is really hard. But, um, you know, you think with Aga 2, I'd know how to play golf because it's kind of it's kind of the same concept, right? But, uh, 
I know that was well. A you must be shot, really good but... with <laughs> using net strats on Aga then. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, losing sucks, uh, and and losing in the league sucked because every time you lost, it was like, all right, I'm one step closer to getting knocked out of playoffs because only three teams advance, and you only got seven weeks, and you've got fourteen matches, two per week, and. It, it it's stressful. Mm-hmm. It's stressful from the player side. It's stressful from the admin side. You're watching all these players. You know, at, I remember season two. That was back when we still had the team channels, where, and that was that was um, a nightmare. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, that was that was that was our big mistake was giving team channels. But honestly, back when the league was smaller, I think it was the best thing. Yeah. I wouldn't be as close probably as friends uh, with my current team as I am now, if it wasn't for those team channels. I didn't know who Edium was. Net, Net was like, hey, we need a third for this team thing. And I'm like, what's what's this team thing? Like, there's a there's a, there's an ALTTPR <laughs> team thing? Sure, I'll play. And uh, I was like, how can I sign up? Like, how do, do teams get drafted? I was like, since it was new, I thought there was like going to be like an NBA draft or something. It was kind of funny. <laughs> I was really that. naive. Yeah, dude, that'd be crazy. Let's just make everybody get draft lottery picks next time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, in season well, you two, you can orchestrate we had, trades and stuff. <laughs> oh, that would be kind of funny. I thought about that. I thought about that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to expose uh, my friend Eddie. I'm here for a second. Uh, when we were playing in the second round of playoffs against Air Two Sixteen, he got that jet seed against Airy, and like I think Airy barely was over one hour with it and it was almost a hover seed but then hookshot was just chilling on lake healy or uh the floating island so you could just pick it up on the way <laughs> like it was just there mm-hmm. um and uh he messaged us and was like because i think that point we we were oh two uh when he lost and he said well that was a crappy way to have my last match in the league and uh I just said, all right and i made sure i saved that message <laughs> nice and then <laughs> nep one and then Nep won again, and then I won. And I said, so, hey, do I need to find a sub for you since that was your last match for the league? <laughs> um, you know, and obviously when you're friends with somebody, you could say stuff like that. He kind of laughed it off. That's it the like, best yeah, part of the like, league, you know. man. I love this. That's why I love the league, honestly, is uh, you're, yeah. you're watching matches that you're not playing in but have a really huge rooting interest for. Like, that doesn't happen in anything else. Like you can root for your buddies in in the main tournament and cross keys tournaments and all the other tournaments, but when they're playing for you specifically, it adds so yeah. much more and it's just so much fun. You get to rib your teammates and have fun with them, and at least you. I hope you are because if you not find a team that that you can have fun with, because that's that's the whole point of all this. Like have some fun. Like Gam and I obviously mess with each other a lot, but that's just because we really like to. <laughs> I don't know how you guys focus on anything <laughs> <laughs> it's just because we have so much fun together and so i think we're able to do that um so yeah if you can that's our i guess our sort of fun is just messing with each other so find a team that can uh you know you can have fun with i think that's that's the best way to go can i ask you guys a question yeah. what do you think yeah. was the best and worst thing about season three for you um the best and the worst all wrapped up into one thing uh, from the administrative side. The fact that we removed cross keys because one, it was the best because we didn't have to do cross keys. 
it was the worst because I had to listen to a lot of people or <laughs> complain. complain about there was no cross keys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which actually goes into, I, I would say, you know, having survived it, mystery leak. Mystery Week was the worst thing because things were just so over the place. People were complaining about races being too short and easy, especially if they got Triforce on. People yeah. were complaining about races being too long and hard. You know, it seemed like no one was happy with the mystery settings at the end mm-hmm. of the day. I mean, that's the problem with mystery is it's, is it's you never know what you're going to get. So it's hard to prepare for it. Whereas with everything else, you have the you know, you have the, the season before. The weeks before the season actually starts, you could practice all the different modes. Mystery, you could practice it, but what are you really practicing? Because you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, from and the player for- side, I'll say the best thing that happened with me, uh, or the best thing about Season 3 for me, was Inamizer Co-op Week. And I know we've had Inamizer in the past uh, with Season 2. Inamizer Co-op added an entirely new skill set mm-hmm. i think and i know a lot of people hate inamizer and me being i'm not one of saying them. Inami- <laughs> yeah, I hate inamizer. right and i'm not saying inamizer is going to be back in season four who knows uh we haven't even thought that far ahead but i i had a conversation with somebody else about this too uh in semi-recent history you know we play co-op ad and that that's fine like co-op ad is fun it's a staple of the league it's a staple of team play I think I don't see that going anywhere anytime soon, but and, and we may see more of it. Who knows? Um, but having the enemizer variable in there, we're so used to. All right, well, most of these top tier runners can deal with like what eight to ten hearts, finding those as a team along yeah. the way, um, and you know, doing dark rooms. You know, that's super easy for the invitational side, and probably open side too. Expect, like probably eighty to ninety percent of open. But what happens when you throw that in there? Like you're playing low percent. Yeah. Like how good are you at adapting on the fly and parsing information your partner is giving you via voice at the same time? Yeah. Enemizer uh, week in season two was very okay like it just felt like another week i think that's like i think that is the problem with animizer like i'm not a big fan of animizer and i you know when we were coming up with with the uh, ideas for season three or the weeks that we wanted to do and we wanted to add co-op it's like well what do we how do we add co-op do we just do another ad co-op like yeah that's that's a, yeah, it's, it's kind of a like, snooze fest yeah the second like, time yeah totally like it's, it's good to have it in there but do we really want two weeks of it and i remember bringing up animizer co-op because it's like how can we have animizer in the, in, in fit, how can we fit animizer in here? And I'm like, because I think that was where we were going to eliminate for the co-op week. And I was like, man, what if we do both? And it's a, something that people don't really run, but when you actually play it, it's pretty tough. And and I think adds, I'd rather play animizer with a buddy than play it by myself. Yeah. You want someone to suffer with you exactly. when it's a little tougher, but at the same time, like, I, I thought we saw a lot of runners in open and invitational shine uh, as far as their skill sets, yeah. uh, adapting on the fly with that and just knowing game knowledge, uh, what you can and can't handle as a player. Um, personally, I, I'm speaking from experience here. Nep and I did a lot of practicing with the asyncs for that week. Uh, basically, we had to win, I think, both of them to get in, like to be guaranteed to get in to playoffs. And 
we kind of were just like, you know what? Enemizer's fun to us. We both, both her and I love playing Enemizer, solo, co-op, whatever. And we had fun playing the Asyncs. We had fun playing that week. And, you know, that, that like I said, that's me personally. But uh, one of our strategies was don't work, don't like go headfirst into a low percent situation. Mm. Like it's co-op for a reason. Yeah, you dying know, that, early or pretty much anywhere in that mode is basically the, the death knell. But that that also goes into the AD Keys co-op. You have to trust your partner because I remember during one of her races, she was like, "I'm going, I, I'm doing Dark Mire," and I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" And then there was a Wallmaster in there, and she totally just nailed it. Like you've got to trust your player. <laughs> yeah. Like in the back of my mind, for a split second, I was like, "You got to be kidding me! Please don't do this." But then when she's like, I- "I'll be fine," I was like, "Go for it!" I was like, "You got it!" Like you've got to be reassuring. Like yeah. That, that's the other thing, uh, you know, with with your team, you, you've got to build each other yeah. up. Uh, you know, you can tear each other down jokingly, but when, sure. when it's on the line, right, you got to feel like you really got to feel like, uh, you know, they've got your back. Yeah. But, 100%. but fear, same same question to you. Like, what was your I mean, I guess admin or player or whatever, like best mm-hmm. and worst thing you asked us. Yeah, so I I'm think, curious to hear yours. I think for me, the best thing I, I can't really separate player and admin. Um it's just kind of all blends together. I think uh, the admin team for me was the best thing because you guys did so much of the, took so much of the weight for me. Um, especially when I had like personal stuff going on during and before the season. Um, and that might've been season two. I mean, everything sort of blends together, but having the admin team definitely um, was huge. Like it really um, made things run really well. Uh, for me, the worst thing was probably the playoffs. I just, I don't think we, um, in three seasons, I don't think we've hit the right playoff modes. So I feel like we're getting closer. We're definitely, we're definitely in the, in the right vicinity. Um, yeah, I mean, we actually haven't even really talked about this more, you know, more briefly than we should talk about playoffs or season four at some point. Um, so this is kind of like live brainstorming, I guess, but I, I just, I'm not, I, I like the idea of mixing things up, but I'm not, I'm also not crazy about it. <laughs> like, um, it kind of, well, we like, can't it, just do like open and casual boots all the way through the playoffs. People would get bored. Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I, I, that's my biggest gripe as a player. We do all these interesting modes all week like all season and then it's all right well there's a guaranteed open and a casual boots or you know back when ambrosia yeah. was the hot sauce and or season god one when it was just play regular standard <laughs> oh, right. yeah and god knows i hate standard uh, <laughs> well you're in for a world of hurt buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah the main tournament coming up i i, I swear are playing stand hard sounds okay because it, you know, standard, uh, my, my personal gripe with standard, I either God route or I last location. There's no in between for me. That's just how the track record goes, but that's not the point of this. Um, uh, you know, uh, it was kind of like every time there was a new playoff match, especially this season, I had a really hard time. And I guess it's because elimination isn't on the line. Then as a player, I had a really hard time hyping myself up. You know, I played, I played weighty words. I played Shireen. Uh, and I played the, was it the lane? Yeah. The lane. Um, not in that order, but I played those guys and I played them all in open 
And it was really hard, honestly, to, you know, we've done all these fun things and I'm just playing an open seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, that, that's yeah. kind of my personal take. Well, well, here's okay. So here's the thing about the playoffs is um, I think what we've got with the pendants is good where you play your yeah. dependent thing. I think that will continue on because it works and it makes things easier as far as scheduling for the playoffs. We expanded the playoffs this season to two weeks per, per playoff, which I think was a really positive thing because it allows uh, the playoffs to breathe a little bit more. Um, and I think that will continue. So I think those are two of the things in the playoffs that will continue. Um, what I'm not crazy about is games four and five coming down to like these random modes like completely random, like animizer. It's like, I I just, I feel I'm not crazy about the randomness of it. And I think it kind of came down to the whole idea, right? Like when we first did for the first season ones, I was thinking about this earlier today in season one, I was so short sighted. Like again, just winging it. It I remember when you, Originally, best right. of three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that means player, I didn't player th- three may not even exactly. play. Exactly. I didn't even think about that. And so we voted, all the playoff teams voted and all agreed to make them best of five that first season because I was so short-sighted in that. Like, oh, wait. See, I think I was like in Kyung's chat when he was watching a race. He's like, I was asking him if he was excited about the playoffs. He's like, yeah, but I don't even know if I'm going to be able to play. I was like, wait a second. Why? Yeah. He's like, oh, because it's best of three. I'm like, oh, right. Like, I didn't even put this all together. God, and I so, can't believe you didn't think of that. How dumb are I you? I know, I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, and so the, you know, we expanded it, and then um, I think it's kind of my mistake is I wanted to give the higher seeds or the teams that had better records some sort of advantage because I honestly built the league based off of the NFL system. That's kind of where I built everything off of, not any sort of like gaming league, but the NFL. Yeah. Um, Cause it's what I followed the most. And Drossies knows this cause he's kind of helped guide me through it. Um, as far as well, and it's go. influenced, it's influenced our tie breaking rules a lot too. Yeah. And so in football you get, one, if you win, if you're well, before they change the rules, the number one and the number two seeds got bye weeks. So they didn't have to play. They get automatically advanced. And I thought that was neat. Uh, and then the other teams got uh, the division winners got home field advantage. Right. So it's like, how does that translate into rando? And you got to come to my house to play. Yeah, exactly. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't really come up with a great way for that. And that's sort of how the different modes have, have come up like in season one. I can't remember. I think we, this higher seed just pick the mode or something like that. And then season two, I think we introduced the vetoes. Um, and right. Then but it still three, felt like the higher seed had too much power after yeah. season two, which is why we well, introduced the randomness component for season three. Like in, That's why season three had categories, right. I think. And then because the biggest, the biggest LOL to me was, season two playoffs game five and net versus jet. And she's like, I'm going to veto key sanity. And then jet's just like, all right, we're playing maps, compass, small key shuffle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're, That's basically we're key key sanity. Sanity. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think, and again, we're, this is literally brainstorming on, on live is I don't know if we can continue with a home field advantage, basically. Um, cause what I think, what I'd like yeah. to see from the playoffs, another thing that's always bugged me is that, uh, 
if the if the if the series goes five games, two of the runners help or just decide game four and five, and the third runner kind of sits out and doesn't really play a part in those last two games. Which um, and you and I, have, Dante, have kind of yeah. disagreed on is the fact that I I do think co op should be a part of the playoffs. Um, I will. I, I, I've thought of- about this a lot, and I I may have said this to you. Uh, when we had our initial discussion about it, I think if we got rid of open, you put co-op there, like you you, and that would kind of f with the whole pendants. Yeah, that's problem. the thing is the problem yeah. is it messes with the pendants because I I what I think what I would I'm gonna end up proposing to the admin teams not not having fully thought the thought, thought this all out is definitely removing open or standard but still keeping the pendants and doing like open um, and then taking two other modes from the the season and putting those in the different pendant spots. I'd kind of like to see cross keys back and would like to see cross keys in the playoffs as well. Um, so, you know, you'd have like, again, this is just an example. We'd have like standard, what for, for the wisdom. And uh, let's say we had, what's another mode that we had. Um, why am I totally drawing a blank? On all the different uh, we had uh, AD casual keys. Everyone loves AD keys, God. right? Something. God, dude, we have some keys. sort of like, I guess, more meme modes, right? Like something that you play during the season. So AD keys and then like cross keys for the first three games or whatever, right? So you have like your distinct players. It's like, this is my open or like normal person. This is my AD keys would probably be the best execution. And then I have my cross keys players. It's sort of kind of like that. And then game four would be co-op, and then game five would be something. I'm not sure what, but I'd I'd like to remove the randomness nightmare of them. Yeah, we just we just play nightmare <laughs> co-op nightmare. Um, you know the more well, and the other thing you- the other thing there is that you know as we even discussed this a bit in the admin channel that if you do one co-op game there, then if the series goes a full five games, everyone has to play twice. No way. That's it. that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. That's because I like the fact I like the fact that everyone gets to contribute in it in all in all five games if it goes five games, and so I think co-op is the prime spot for number four. And I think your big hang-up is if you lose game four and there's no game five, losing to co-op for some reason for you. And we're going to air Feels some. Bad. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to do some airing some dirty laundry. It says that's you fine. says it's like a, a you know a feel bad moment, and I'm not really sure how that's different than losing to any other mode. I just feel like 80 keys. It's not keys. Uh, It'd be 80. I'm so, yeah, sorry. Just 80 co-op. Yeah. I said 80 keys because I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> 80 co-op. It, it literally feels like in, in most of them that I watched and most of the races I participated in in the casual rando discord little mini tournament that happened like before league. Uh, whoever got the flute and the, the, the boots first, they won like, clearly and it's not always the case in like a normal like 1v1 open race it depends on routing sometimes um and like decisions you make i think it takes less pressure off of decisions you have to make you're when you just crazy play a, a, you are a, crazy a normal co-op that's, I, that, 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 that's my that's like i said that's my personal take but even if, I, it, I, even it, if it wasn't ad co-op though i think if it was animizer co-op would you feel the same way uh, not as much because I feel like there's a lot more execution. Sure. But then again, I I I would concede the fact that 
you know, Dante, you're saying that because you like you Animizer. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's true. I, I'll admit that. I, I won't. I won't even front. Um, I, I also feel like that it's not that I always want the team with the best execution to win uh, that. Cause I mean, look at me, <laughs> look at me and my team. Um, but uh, you know, jokes aside, like I, I feel like it takes a little bit away from the randomness sometimes uh, co-op just feels kind of like something I personally, I, lo- I love co-op. It's fun. Like co-op AD is just like super awesome to play, but it's one of those things that I enjoy when I'm just kind of, not really in the mood to run an entire seed by myself. And I just kind of want to hang out with folks. Do you think that but, your, your bias is impeding your decision making on this though? Because probably because co-op is such a major part of the league. Like, you know what I mean? Like we have three weeks of co-op in the regular season from season three. And I imagine that we'll continue well, that as well. It feels weird to so, me that it's not in the playoffs. It's so many players favorite part of the league too, based on the feedback we get. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler keys is like looking at the feedback form. That is literally the most favored week, and it, it's crazy it's that so it is. I, I'm glad it is. Yeah. Um, uh, that mode's really fun to play. Uh, but th- back back to the original point. What if game four? You mentioned cross keys. Mm-hmm. What if it was co op cross keys? I'm all for it. <laughs> I am all for it. I think wow. co op cross. I honestly think co op cross keys is a great idea. Here's the thing. I've been pushing this like I've been in Andy's chat sometimes and I think he's got a mod and it uh, goes by sushi uh, and I've been using this tracker. He yeah. made a tracker. Um, and it, It's amazing. And I mentioned in the chat like, hey, what if what if you could make rooms? And they were kind of like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, well, like me and Andy could have a shared tracker like mm. we could like put in a code and we were connected to each other like peer to peer. It wouldn't have to be to a server like Basically, like, fear if you and I were playing this and I marked, you know, Palace of Darkness was at, you know, Blinds Hut in Kakariko, it would show up for me. Oh, that would be so uh, amazing. Yes. Right. And you'd have to w- see that would be a new way. And this is this is like, OK, so whoever's out there has programming knowledge. If you guys want to make this tracker, go for it because or talk to me about it. I'll tell you what I'm looking for here or if you want to modify one. But like. I would love, we didn't ban this in league because we didn't really see a reason for it, uh, you know, to really yield any advantage, like the Firebase trackers that people use for the, yeah. the league restreams. Uh, you know, you could click something like, oh, I got the bow. All right, so I'm going to put it on our tracker. Well, uh, my partner doesn't have the bow. Yeah. So like, sure, let them let let track that if they want to, like co-op, who cares? Um I've played co-op keys, co-op cross keys with a lot of like friends. The biggest problem tracking. a lot of times is kind of like is tracking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say that you've got to, you know, you've got to track uh, to, you know, you could just do it and parse the information yourself. But yeah. I think having a shared tracker would make that much more accessible to the community. Um that's that's kind of the big hang up because every everyone I've talked to that plays cross keys is like, man, cross keys is so much easier by yourself because it takes longer. But at the same time, I, I don't miss information. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I left a TR key and God knows where. But you deal with that, I think, in the spoiler 
keys. I think you deal with that in co-op AD. I think you deal with that in Inimizer right. uh, co-op. Yep, totally. I think too. that's something that you have to practice and just adds a, a little wrinkle to it. So season, you hear and you hear it first, everyone. Season three, no cross keys. Season four, all cross keys. Four. Season four, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Season four, all cross keys. Well, here's the thing. I hate AD keys. So my biggest thing has been screw AD keys, get rid of it. It's a two-hour who can clear the game the fastest yeah i agree because castle tower small look we need aad keys which is almost you know all dungeons maybe keys. we maybe we introduce that in season four because you know uh we know someone what, aad keys yeah yeah okay we're really well, what? If they'll do you it. clear nine dungeons you clear everything but, but agatower, agatower because yeah. agatower oh, is the biggest like the ct smalls the yeah yeah makes sense yeah, I've always I've always joked about that. Like that's my honest to god biggest hang up. Like AD keys is a great way to see how well someone can route with the information they're given. But when it comes to a CT small hunt, it's like the biggest snooze fest. It's like okay, who can get to the ice like the the three ice rods the fastest? Yeah, you know the actual one and then the two CT smalls. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's the mode where you beg the 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 game to push you through aga to get to dark world but like i I went down a rabbit trail i'm sorry but the the idea like i i kind of feel like if we got rid of 80 keys and we threw in a co-op cross keys week that way everyone gets to experience this yeah we get cross keys back it's still team-based yep it's it's not like a week of oh we've got one week of entrance and it's like um you know the cross keys tournament uh, you know, and, and that's the other thing you mentioned, like having set modes for all five weeks. I kind of like that. And the reason I like that is because one, there's a lot of metagaming that tries to happen. Yes. Uh, in games four and five. And that's why we have the pendants, because God knows if we had five games Ugh. of of three or six people metagaming each other, who's going to play who? It would be a pain in the butt. Like. I remember looking and saying, oh, I got to play the lane. That sucks. All right. I'm going to play the lane. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah. It was already set. Mm-hmm. Like, that was set at the dawn of time, you know? <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. Um, and so it would be you choose your co-op part team, you know, each week for, for game four. And then the last one plays game five. So. Exactly. I think that. I think. All right. Dross- Drossy, how do you feel about that? We ha- we haven't asked Relkin and Amerith, but we're going to ask Drossy. Yeah. I mean, my only thing is from a purely logistical standpoint it might be better to do co-op game five just because so many of the co-op matches wind up being on weekends because that's when four people yeah. can coordinate their schedules i, I can see yeah, that that's i think true the only thing about logistical consideration yeah i think game five uh, the only reason i said game four i can't remember why i said game four Never mind. <laughs> you said game four because you were talking about AD key or I'm sorry, co-op or AD co-op. Yeah, AD co-op. Um, yeah. Which which I think would be easier. But then again, like here's no, the I thing. Think, I think the um, thing that sort of like, uh, you know, when you and I originally talked about this was you, you didn't like the fact that it was an elimination game. And so I don't know, made yeah. four made it better than five because five is a true elimination game. So I don't know. I'm good with either. Yeah, well, either it, or. it feels. Yeah. With four, it feels less great to me because that means someone's got potentially nothing to lose in a co-op race. Like when everything else is potentially a one V one that, that was my thing. It's like, if it's five, if it's, if it's cross keys co-op for game five, like if you, if you make it to game five and you've got to play that, then you know what? 
go for it. Like both teams have everything on the line, advancing or losing right then and there. Like it, it's the same stakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, I think that's the biggest back to the question. Season three, uh, you know, the worst was the playoffs. And I think that we, in season four, we can finally, finally, I think, figure it out to where, I, I mean, it's so close. To, we're almost close to hitting the autopilot mode for for the league, where we have this is what the league is, and the biggest decisions are um, what modes are we going to play each week for the seven weeks, and yeah. um, how many teams are we going to get, and then everything else is just sort of written in stone. Because um, I feel like the, we're um, really, really close to that spot. Well, the main tournament only weird. just hit that since this is the first time they actually used the same format that they used the mm. previous time. So if we can That's get there be, in only four seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be good for them. I, I really do think like just having the same game mode Yeah, for, from the player and viewer perspective, I'm going to kind of fall asleep, but uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll probably lose. I'll probably lose in qualifiers and not have to worry about it. But yeah, I think um, the, the league actually has relieved some of the pressure off of the main tournament to feature different be the premier thing no i mean the, the main tournament is still the premier thing for sure no i mean like being the only thing oh like, right I, if, if there's if there's headliner events yeah for the alttpr community i think they're the main tournament this is in no order the main tournament cross keys the league like i, I kind of chose the order of like the calendar year um and then there's like little side tournaments that happen all the other time yeah. like spoiler tournament there the go mode podcast mentor tournament uh, and you know, and maybe we'll have another one, the, the overworld glitches mentor tournament. And then there's like a hybrid major glitches tournament that's been announced, which is like amazing that the glitch community is getting back into things. So it's like, that's honestly, and I'm going to throw this out there and everyone else is going to crap on me for it. I think we need an overworld glitches week. Mic drop. Like, I think there needs to be one, <laughs> no. like just, it would be so hard and it would be, it would make people play the most. <laughs> Yeah, so niche and forcing like two thirds of all players in the league to have to learn it. That that just seems like a lot. <laughs> like maybe if you forced one player on each team to do it, I could kind of see it. But forcing two players on each team just seems a bit much. It's just yeah, such a it would, different game, honestly. Like the logic it, is completely different, work. and it's a, just a different game. I want it to. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and you, you mentioned autopilot. Uh, this is probably a good time to like plug in like specific things uh, that Sigma's got going on with the bot. So obviously what we're trying to do for you guys, the runners, uh, the players at players um, it, or at racers and open racers is to have um, uh, you guys to be in control of all your assets. So if, if you were part of season one, you know, fear, like he said, had the, the whole uh, submit in this Google doc form, your <laughs> yeah. player images and they have to be these specific things. Uh, so what Sigma wants to do, one thing is like, like you guys have your own pages now and you, you kind of could see that in the league site this season, but it was very early stages. If we have the integration with the bot, you'd be able to like see your own personal history, like from way back previous seasons, the current season, um, like were you on a different team at some point and what was your record with that team? Uh, or your race history with potential different players, stuff like that. The biggest thing would be you would be in control of your profile photo, your team photo. And obviously there'd be some 
restrictions. restrictions, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. there would have to be some kind of mod and admin approval. We can't have people. I mean, I'll say it. Tim can edit it if he wants. You can't have somebody uploading like a dong or something to like the league site. That's not gonna work. <laughs> what is he gonna? Is um, he gonna bleep the word dong? If he bleeps the word dong, if Temp, if you bleep the word dong after I say it like ten times, I hope I hope you do. That'd be really good. It would I mean, just it sound like I'm saying something really all, bad. Uh, of all the words you could have picked, uh, I kind of like that you went with dong. I mean, dong is so clean. It's like the cleanest version of it. Give him something he can actually bleep like. <laughs> We're making Temp do more work. Um, but yeah, like I think that being able to just kind of go to the site or go to the discord bot and do a command and upload your own thing as a player. That's super, that's going to be super cool. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Uh, for us, like, all right, season two, let, let's rewind just to kind of get this. Like we want to be able to have some automatic discord integration for role assignments. Um, so like basically as soon as you guys are on a team, like it makes a role for you and puts you on it. Back in season two, when I was on the mod team, I remember fear going, all right, guys, all these teams signed up. Uh, you, I need you to take this stretch of teams. And then you over there, you need to take this stretch of teams, make the role yourself, yeah. make a channel, and then put the right permissions on it. And then manually assign the roles to each of the runners. Yeah. It was breaking that was, that was a really fun at the time. Cause it was a fun me. Monday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot about how to create roles in discord. I had no clue how to do it before then. Uh, the, the biggest thing we learned with that was if five people try to make a role at the same time, then the discord has like eight roles that just say new role for no, like they're just there. And then everyone tries to edit the most recent one <laughs> yeah. and it becomes like, a competition. So if we have a bot to do that, and we kind of had that with Saha bot this time, like Synac really helped us out a little bit. But if, if Sigma gets that, that's going to make our side much easier, which means we don't have to have as many, I guess, preseason mods and potentially burn people out. Um, that, that, that's kind of, that's kind of the thing is like, if we did the backtracking a sec, if we did the co-op cross keys, like God help us with restreams, right mm. <laughs> like that could get kind of hairy kind of quick i think yeah i think another thing that we need to rethink and again this is taking stuff public that's not been public is how we do comms and trackers like we need to find a way to invite more commentators and trackers into the community i feel like there's been kind of like there was the initial group that was before my time that everyone considers like the classics. And then there was another group around the time I started. And then, you know, go mode has actually brought a lot of people in and then it sort of kind of trickled down. And I feel like, I don't know, I don't know uh, how to get that big, well, that number back up, but we need to the league. I, I can't speak for any other tournament, but for the league, we need to kind of reevaluate how we add uh, commentators and, and helpers yeah. and stuff because well I, I I think part of it is that for the first two seasons we were coming immediately after the main tournament and so we were basically kind of riding on their shoulders you know they had drummed up all this interest they got all these comms and trackers signed up and we could piggyback off that and get a lot of comms and trackers who you know, had been psyched through the main tournament and wanted to keep going with the right. main tournament over and we picked them up. And now with things reversed for season three, we didn't have that. 
and we hadn't really thought through, yeah. okay, how are we going to drum up interest when we're not coming right after the main tournament? Yeah. Can I also say that and I'm not crazy hard. about that we're in the fall now? Like, that's our our role. Like, I really like being in the spring. <laughs> this is just sort of the happenstance of the way it's happened because it feels like going forward, uh, we're not going to run two seasons in a in a year again. I don't think – I can't see that happening. Uh, this was sort of – you know, 2020 was – 2020 and it just you shouldn't of, have said that it just sort of happened <laughs> i can't okay i can't imagine us i'm not gonna say it won't happen i can't imagine us running a two two seasons in a in a calendar year again yeah. um but we flip-flopped where you know the ter- main tournament used to run spring and fall and then they became the fall tournament and that fall tournament was so long <laughs> it lasted through the spring and so they didn't want to do it again and we sort of picked up the pieces and you know I did the spring turn we did the first league season in, in the spring and the yeah. second season in the spring and then we did the third season because the main tournament wasn't going to happen and so I think going forward it's kind of we're kind of in this process of spring for the main tournament fall for the league going forward that's not guaranteed um but I don't think the main tournament's going to run twice a season, twice a calendar year anymore either. Um, so maybe, maybe down the line we get a little burned out and we have a lot of rejuvenation in the main tournament and you we know, flip flop twenty five or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have you know uh, the main tournament run two, and we'll 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 flip back and then in twenty twenty five when Go Mode's on it's like. 900th episode i can't math i don't know if that adds up probably doesn't. does not add up um <laughs> no, it doesn't add up at all like 26 a, a year <laughs> yeah <laughs> math's gonna all right be so what drossy you're the math guy what, what would the number be real off the top of your head super like fast something around 200 all right so we do our 200th anniversary special temp is going to be so excited he's gonna have like six kids then and he's gonna be calling them the fallifiers yet again when the qualifiers start <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> And, and, you know, it's kind of a that was a staple. I I, I know we I, I give that name a lot of crap, but, you know, the spring of fires don't really sound as mm-hmm. cool. Um, you know, like fall of fires the, is definitely not the worst thing or the worst name that's been given into something related to a link to the past randomizer. So that's true. We've had and that, that kind of goes back to the commentary thing. We've had some things like, OK. We won't talk about the memes because God knows Herf won't listen to the episode, uh, like this segment, if I do that. Um, but, but the uh, the thing was, we had a situation in the whole community, I think, where it got a little meme like too meme People were pushing the boundaries a bit. So the main tournament and and the league both were both guilty of this. We we really overcorrected. Corrected. Yeah, overcorrected. And the, yeah. the problem with the course correcting was we very much overcorrected. So for instance, a perfect example of this, I think that Fear and I are both very good commentators. Uh we're not perfect. We bank the stakes. But um we did a we did a race this past season and we joked a lot. Uh, like, but it was, it was kind of on point, uh, Mm -hmm. with, with the race. We didn't joke at the runner's expense. We kind of just joked with each other and had a good time calling the race. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, and, and maybe, and maybe we did it a little too much. I'll say that because maybe some people in chat weren't in on whatever we were talking about. Mm -hmm. That's kind of, you kind of have to have a little bit of situational awareness. I think the community, as far as like league comms go, 
we could kind of dial it back. And I'm, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm very much of the opinion. We should completely just wipe out the commentary, uh, for, for the league, like all, all the people in it and make everyone reapply. Yep. There's some people who have the role just to see the, well, the T that falls in the channel. Well, that, that's what we did for season two. In fact, uh, yeah. season three, because it came so soon after season two, we, we didn't everybody. press that reset button, but we can certainly do it for season four. And I, I think, you know, we, we denied some people commentary and this was no fault of the com mods. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on me and the, the rest of the admins. So congrats guys. I'm, I'm lumping you into this, but I, I feel like we were, we had a doc and we, we kind of, we took it too seriously. Yep. Uh, that's probably the best way 100%. to say it. It's like we just took it way too seriously. And yeah, there were some people who were on the comms team or, or the, the comm role that potentially, didn't fit the dock and you know, people would call us out on it. And you know what? I kind of, as much as I hated people being an absolute butthole about it, they, they probably weren't a hundred percent wrong. Yeah. We're we're definitely, it's kind of like, yeah, we definitely can make mistakes and have definitely have made mistakes. I've made plenty of them in this community. Um, yeah. And, but I think that, (laughs) I think that we are willing to, attempt to correct mistakes right like i think that's kind of our goal anyways is like we want the league to be the best that it can possibly be and in doing that in trying to strive for perfection sometimes we make decisions that aren't the best for the community um and so by we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a bit with our comms and uh you know we're kind of looking for a lot of commentators and they weren't coming and it's kind of our own fault. So it's a tough balance to strike because like we've been incredibly lucky that we have had a lot of really good comms. I think that's part of what's fed into, you know, our standards winding up being a bit too high that, you know, then it's an impediment to getting new people involved. But at the same time, you know, you watch other tournaments uh, for other randomizers, for instance, and it's easy to be like, whoa, what are these comms even doing there? They suck. (laughs) And I'm not going to (laughs) name other randomizers or anything, but I've definitely listened to other tournaments and do it. Drossy. (laughs) Take a shot, take a shot here at the tavern and and get the willpower. I mean, I remember like Sigma even came into my chat while I was streaming the other day. I think it was Sigma and we'll just call it the XYZ randomizer. And they said that Sigma said he did a setup for XYZ randomizer. And he said, Holy cow. I thought we were disorganized, but we really have it together, which sounds really like cocky, but I kind of feel like, I mean, even them, like the XYZ randomizer community, they probably don't know what they're doing just like we don't. And we're, we're blessed enough where we've got Synac, we've got Sigma and, you know, discord's cool with bots and stuff where we can literally make these things happen Mm -hmm. because good night. How would we have made the... I picked this playoff mode, like this whole like format that we had in Season 3. There's no way that would have worked unless I just said, hey, Synac, yeah. literally the conversation was, Synac, can you make this happen? And he said, yeah. And then we did it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that's the best part about like, Synac. He'll tell you straight up, can we do this? And he's like, either yes or no. And 
most times it's yes. And you're like, wow, I can't believe that that's actually happening. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't remember specifics, but I definitely remember uh, sometimes when you were one of the admins, you know, in the admin channel said, hey, Sinek, I don't suppose there's some way you could make this happen. And Sinek's like, oh, yeah, that would be easy. <laughs> Yeah, between Sigma and Synac, they're they're really you know we've kind of we've talked about this earlier already, but like they're definitely gonna be crucial. Like we talk about all these big plans we've got. If they like up and retire, <laughs> yeah, we're, season four is gonna be really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like I don't know how to design a website, and if Sigma's like, hey, I can't do the website anymore, I'm gonna be like, well, all right, uh, what do we do? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, it is it, uh, yeah. If Sigma's told me he was done, then the league's gone. Sorry, guys. Sigma and like that that green roll. People talk about the red names in the Discord. The the green names. I think they run run the show more than they really want to take credit for. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not the red names. Totally. One hundred percent, man. Well, all right. So uh, I know you have these numbers, Drossy. Uh, but like, uh, if you can pull them up real quick, like we did some rest- You had some restream numbers, like the number of matches that we were able to restream as far as like invitational and open league stuff like that that we managed to pull off out of like the total number of matches what was that sure so for invitational we we basically restreamed all of them it was only a handful that we didn't mostly uh during week seven just because of crew burnout at that point so um yeah we, we managed to restream 262 out of 269 invitational matches that's including the playoffs that's insane and then, and then even for open, we're, we restreamed about 40% of those, including the playoffs. Wow. That's 178 out of 437. Now, that includes a few that we weren't involved in because a few of them wound up getting foreign language restreams on speed gaming, maybe 20 of them total, 25, something like that. One thing that particularly stuck out to me, and again, we, we've been singing Amarith's praises, so... I'll give her another shout out, her and her team. We got 130 races restreamed on league channels. That's to me, that's more impressive. Speed gaming's already, you know, set up. And some of those were pulled together really quickly because during the playoffs was when Flash went obsolete and speed gaming had been running their commentary restreams on Flash and they were kind of scrambling for a bit and running into technical difficulties here and there with Twitch. And it was the playoffs. It was well into the playoffs. This was already the second week of January. So what we were in the uh, conference finals at that point. And, you know, you kind of want to for, for both invitational and open, you want to be able to restream every conference final match. And, right. you know, speed gaming just couldn't do some of them because of the technical difficulties around the migration away from Flash, and we were able to get some uh, restreams together on League channels in very little time. have to give a shout-out to Kono Tyron here, who, who was our chief restreamer by the end of the season and personally put together a lot of those last-minute restreams mm-hmm. uh, at that right. point. They did a fantastic job. Um Tracking back, one of the rules that we had is set. Someone mentioned this to me in passing a while back. You know, we had a thing where if the racing council were to change a rule or implement a new rule, 
uh, we had the the same thing the main tournament did the twenty four hour. I guess like limit like so it would take 24 hours before it would go into effect as being allowed um personally like you know admin side or player side whatever how do you guys feel about swapping that changing that to uh, not that I foresee anything happening with the council don't don't like take this as like me saying oh, breaking something's news. happening but breaking news. <laughs> breaking news I thought we did change breaking that news. to the following week no, we never did. We? did. Oh, I, we we discussed yeah, it, but I think we never we, changed it. That's funny. We mentioned it. I thought we it was never changed. actually officially did, <laughs> but we should. Yeah, uh, that was that was what someone mentioned to me uh, in passing like a while back, and I, I just uh, I, I think that was probably a good idea. Like if we were to do that, so that might be a change. I right? mean, it should. It, <laughs> I, was gonna I thought it felt. was a change, so I'm surprised that uh, I'm a little surprised that we didn't change it <laughs> because I, I swore we changed it for the season. But yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, look, I think the, the bartender's calling last call here at the tavern. Uh, anything you guys got last second here before we uh, have to get out of here? Uh, not really. Just thanks for thanks for having us on. I, I like talking about the league. No one ever asks me about the league. so. Yeah. Fear, fear <laughs> loves talking about the league. When I, I, when no, I, I do when love I said, talking about it. I really do love talking about it. And most of the I – like, I don't get to actually talk about it that often. Uh, I get – questions about the league you tell your kids about it right <laughs> yeah i do tell them uh you tell and the kids like dad i don't want to hear this again <laughs> totally <laughs> I hear, yeah, that, yeah that's like, like my friends wish i'd shut up about the league sometimes yeah uh, it, it's it's a lot like uh not not just the league but alttpr in general um like a lot of my irl friends are kind of like i guess now, now we're hitting this this part this is too late for last call but they're just kind of like you still playing that like it's a randomizer. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this is, you really don't understand how much fun this is to me. And I was like, you play wow for like 90 hours. Like <laughs> this is my wow. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> but yeah, thanks guys uh, for meeting up with me and, and being here. This was, I, I hope you guys had as much fun as I had. For sure. Yeah. Thanks and, a lot. This was great. And uh, all right, well I'll throw it back to Tim, Herf and Dante in the studio. And I'm sure Tim's going to love that. All right. Well, thank you, Dante, so much for putting that together. I have not actually heard it yet, but I'm sure it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you liked it so much. <laughs> I like the idea of it a lot. Um, you know, I've, I've said in the past that I, I love the idea of editing an episode of this show that I wasn't actually on. So I'm really excited to this, do that. This is the telltale sign. If Tuesday Temp is right here, or if you just heard Tuesday Temp, and Tuesday Temp may completely edit me out of this at this point, uh, saying, this was awful, please do not hold us to this standard, uh, or something along those <laughs> lines, then, uh, well, you know, it's been fun being on the podcast, and I've really appreciated uh, <laughs> being on here. Do you, do you see... Do you see how the lines are getting blurred already between Timp and Tuesday Timp and like how hard it is to keep track of it? That's that's like where this is all coming from at this point. Tuesday Timp's going to become sentient and take over, I think. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah, if you have feedback about this episode or if you just have like kind of a regular fetch question or anything like that, you can email it to us, email at gomodepodcast.com. You can also tweet at us at gomodepodcast, and you can join our Discord to converse about the episode and suggest new episode ideas. We've got some really good suggestions uh, lately that we are taking a good hard look at, so uh, stay tuned for some of those. 
Um, I am streaming twitch.tv slash temp underscore. been playing about once a week. I haven't music streamed in a while. I really need to do that. I really want to pick that back up. So hopefully me saying this, uh, I'll try to do one, you know, in the next week or so. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Dante, uh, let's hear a stream plug and also a shout out of something that you want to shout out this week. Oh, sure. Uh, twitch.tv slash Dante, you know, never changing, uh, always there. Um, shout outs to, uh, temp trusting me enough this week on this episode to make sure that it's editable and good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You went over the allotted time that I gave you, but that's okay. I'm sure it's great. Herf, what about you? Uh, well, if I ever stream again, I'll be at twitch.tv slash herfydurfy as always. (laughs) And, uh... Let's see, my shout-out. I kind of gave it away before we even started recording, but I guess I'll just do it again. Uh, I want to shout-out Persona 5 Strikers, which is not a soccer game. has nothing to do with Mario Strikers. Uh, it's a Musou-like game, I suppose. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's a ton of fun. It's an official sequel to Persona 5, which I've already put, like, 300 hours into or something. So uh, I'm enjoying it a ton. And I would welcome any and all talks about it. If anyone is playing it or has any interest in it or wants to know more about it, feel free to talk to me about it. Nice. All right. Um, Cool. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. I did want to say we had one review uh, on iTunes that we got the last couple weeks from Josh Bittner. Uh, I've also seen them stream a couple times. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, Josh, for the kind words. Now we are one away from 50. If you're in America and you look at the app and you look at how many reviews we have total, it says we have 49. So if you want to be that 50th person to leave a review, this is this is your shot right now. This is this is this is not for us. This is for you to, so that you can be that five zero, which is a really cool milestone. So uh, go ahead and grab it uh, and try to try to be the one that gets it. And, you know, if you don't, then 51 is also cool. You be number 51, be 52. Why not? B-52 is, that's like the B-52 bomber. That's awesome. Oh, man. Getting a little ahead of ourselves now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to end this episode. I think everyone's holding out um, to be number 69 uh, or something. Yeah, well, it takes a lot of work. To, you know, there's a lot of numbers under 69 that are doing a lot of the heavy lifting before somebody that's gets right. to swoop in and take that super nice prize. So, uh, let's yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, okay. So I, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Dante, again, for, uh, getting that, that talk together and, and putting that together for us. Um, uh, yeah, I guess let's, uh, let's, let's go ahead and mirror out. <laughs> Why was that so non-committal? Yeah, that was like, oh, do I really want to mirror out? Oh, do you I was thinking, I wanted to do... I wanted to do one of those stupid like skits that I used to do where it's like, oh, where's the mirror? But I just couldn't think of anything. So let's just let's just get out of here. All right, we're done. <laughs>